Christo Fufas on Talk Radio. Great. Merry Christmas. Ian Lee's coming up. Hello, Ian. Merry Christmas, everybody. Amen. Actually, no, Amen. because you are a sinner and you should be guilty and you're a terrible well, person, but have a great day. Ken doesn't know. <laughs> I've not spoken to Ken since I, I came out as, as bi, so Ken's going to hate me twice as much now. Oh, my <laughs> word. He hated me before. He's going to hate me even well, more now. Yeah. God, well, in fact, oh well, I mean, Jesus no, he never. He loves everyone, even if he doesn't, you know, yeah. approve it. That's what he'll say. I, th- I think people like that, not speaking specifically, but people like that, whatever their religion, are dangerous hate preachers. That's and I, I, that's my thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Now I agree with Ian. Actually, now, yeah, I'm very I, flippant. Like I'd like to have to, uh, to have had dinner with twelve men at Christmas, but anyway, yeah. that's just down to me. What yeah, have you got coming up, Ian? I don't know. Yeah, what is that that's coming up? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll just see. We're just going to ride the vibe. So it's Monday. Let's just ease it. Just but ride the vibe, man. Let's not man, put yeah. pressure onto the no. onto my young. Yeah, stop pressurising him, man. Please. Yeah. Please. Do what Sorry. you want, man. Please, Krista. Thank you. Yeah, man. Sorry. Ash. Just it was just a question. No. I'm a sinner. No, you really it was, it was, it was insinuating. Yeah. He was it was, tr- it was insinuating, it controlling. I was insinuating, controlling. I was bullying, wasn't he? Yeah. You're a witness. Very negative. I'm going to go and dark vibes. I'm going to go and have a glass of wine. Oh no! Oh no! I preferred you when you were bold. You were nicer yeah. then. You're more humble. <laughs> yeah. You're humbler. It's true. It's true. <laughs> and richer. I, I've always had hair. I can't believe... I don't know what you're talking about. On your head I'm talking about. Oh, right there. <laughs> Forgot about that. Um, thank you very much indeed for your Very company. hairy Greek man. Don't forget... Yes. Greek well, Cypriot. You'd, no, 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 no. Fully Greek. Are you proper Greek? Oh, proper Greek. Sorry, I apologise. You don't uh, say that to my no, mother. No, no, my, uh, my mother-in-law was was, uh, was, was proper Greek. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so you got to be careful. I apologise. I, me- I know. I met racial your mother-in-law. Sir. A racial um, slur. Yes. Uh, anyway, we will be back at when I was. Uh, he came and asked for permission to marry me, but it's weird <laughs> setup. It's my ex-mother-in-law. I mean, yeah, why would you ask her? It was all very odd. Very nice. Lady. Uh, I'm going to be back uh, at the weekend. James Wilde is back tomorrow. Ash, well, thank you unless very he has another indeed. sexual injury. Yeah. Well, you never know. He could if he if he if he's out. <laughs> he didn't fall over in the bathroom. He didn't fall over in the bathroom. <laughs> I'm trying <laughs> to end the program, producer. I promise <laughs> I am. Press I'm the really yeah. What's that saying, man? Thank you very if much. You're indeed. out late at night in those woods. Bye bye. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
go. Yes. 03444991000. Late Night Alternative. I'm Ian Lee. Who are you? Catherine Boyle. We've got Sam answering the phones. This is a Marnie Copper. I cannot stop listening to this album. It's just. Uh... Although I do skip past the O Fabio song when the boys are in the car. And the way. Can't say anything these days. No. So the piss that came through my ceiling the other day has now broken my oven. How's your life going? I mean, I had the boys at the weekend and I'd cooked on the top. It's like a, it's like a, um, uh, what do they call it? An agar. It's, it's an agar, but it's a, it's a modern agar. It's not what I would choose. It's a modern agar. So it's not like wood. So it's gas. It's a gas oven, mm-hmm. basically. And as you may remember, I've, I've got builders in. Really nice guys and very competent guys, generally. But in the two days that they were in my house last week, we had two leaks through the roof. Uh, one of the leaks was, was urine. Okay? It was urine. I'm going to stop swearing from now. It was urine. Now, that leak has broken the oven. I can cook using the gas hobs. That's gas. That's fine. But when I put the grill on to grill sausages, for example, as I did on Sunday morning, 22 seconds after the grill goes on, the downstairs fuse goes. Oh. I'm like, okie dokie. And I thought it's because I got the, I had every, everything was on. The dishwasher, the tumble dryer, the water, everything was on. So I turned everything off, right? Still pops that fuse. You get 22 seconds of, uh, to pop the fuse. So I sent very, if it was that angry, that message, it was quite, um, hey man, listen, uh, you know yesterday I had uh, pee coming through the ceiling, well today my oven doesn't work and I got the boys here and it's really stressful and it'd be great if you could come and sort this out. Uh, so he, 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 was just, yeah, he came to, and he's still not fit, and I just think, oh man, I just want the oven, and, and, and uh, oh god, I hate having builders in my house, they're really nice people, but I wish they'd go away. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm at the stage now, I have no bathroom, right, and they've got, I've got a little ensuite, but the, the shower to that has been, just, I've had my last shower for a week, so get ready, get set. Oy, oy, oy. I've had my last shower for a week. And the sink works, right? The sink works, but I can't fit in there. No. Um, so I, the other bathroom is just bare floor pipe, bare. And I was at a point today, I was just going to say, do you know what? Let's just leave it as it, let's just call it quits. <laughs> let's just call it quits, go home. I, it, honestly, I just can't, and I had to, it, 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 another one of those days, I had to take my, one of the kittens to the vets, cause she's got cat flu, but I had to get an MOT, so I spent a, so I took the car in for the MOT, and then we had like an hour before the appointment. So we, me and the cat, me and Patty, 14 week old kitten sat in Costa mm-hmm. and boy oh boy you think if you're a, a single man with a baby or with a dog you think you get conversation you have a cat with you you have a cat with you everyone wants to come and talk to you young and old primarily old I'm going to be completely honest um and even the person who I spoke to who had the most cats three did not have as many cats as I had so that's good. anyway so she I've now got to give a 14-week-old kitten, t- 
tablets, and these tablets are mahusive. They're like refreshers, right? And if you've have you ever given uh, pills to a cat, Sam? Hardest job in the world. Is this every day? Uh, twice a day. No. Twice a day. Can you not like crush them up and put them in her food? Well, but then the other one might eat them. Oh, this okay. is the thing you see. So no. So the, the, here's the trick, Alan and Marcus. Stay there. It's gonna be some show. Here's the trick to give cats tablets. And I learned this because Velvet did not like having tablets. You've got to tilt their head back. You press the side of their jaws. You've got to chuck the tablet down. Then you put your one hand on the top of the head, one hand under the jaw. You push the mouth shut. And then with the hand that's under the jaw, you keep the jaw held and you stroke their throat so that the pill works its way down. Ten minutes this morning. Oh, no. Ten minutes doing that. Because she would have her mouth shut, like, for three minutes. You think, right, she's swallowed now. So you take your hand off and she just look at you and go, and spit it on the floor. The battle begins. So I had to do that. Well, uh, I didn't I, get ill. I can't be doing that. I, I had to get, I had to get Velvet's ashes. The, the, the woman, I had to go back because I went in to take the cat and the, the, the receptionist didn't know that Velvet was there for me. And then she started talking to me about Velvet and I said, oh, do you know what? I can't. I can't do this, I have to go. So I went, and then I got a phone call saying, oh, Velvet's here if you want to come and get her now, or we'll keep her till next week. And then I went in, and just as, as soon as I walked out, oh, man, I was in floods of tears, and they put her ashes in this beautiful little wooden box, and there's like a gold-plated little thing with her name on. Oh, oh. So I went home and had a, uh, I went home and had a good, good old cry. Good old cry. 0344-499-1000. Welcome to the Late Night Alternative, a show where we try and avoid, unless there's like a really big one, we try and avoid politics, we try and avoid a Brexit. I mean, this general election is rumbling on and I, 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 I mean, it's like in three weeks and I, 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 I voted. Sorry? I've already voted. Postal? Yeah. Wow, there done. you go, Bumlet. You see? No, no point talking to me about it anymore, I'm done. <laughs> it's a Bumlet. I mean, it's, I, I find with each general election that I'm allowed to vote in, I just, I just get significantly, you know, uh, unenthused by, you could draw a nice scale. The first one, yes, yeah, first one, uh, Natural Law Party. I mean, that's how long ago it was. Natural Law Party, they no longer exist, so I can, I can freely admit to being an idiot. They were basically funded, I guess, by the Maharishi Mahesh Yogi. They were transcendental meditation, right? And the reason I voted for them, George Harrison did a concert and the Beach Boys came out during that concert. That's why! If you, and I can say this freely because they, they, they are no longer functioning. If you really want to laugh, go, or if you really want to sit stony face for ten minutes and go, what? Go and watch the, um, uh, Natural Law Party political broadcast from, I guess, 1990, 1991, something like that. Go and watch that, man. It's the driest. The, dri the, the but, but, but party political broadcasts used to be very sombre. Do they still have to say, looks like we are talking general election, do they still have to say, there now follows a party political broadcast by the such and such party? Do they do that? I guess so. Because that was the cue in the 80s and 90s to turn the TV over. <laughs> there now follows a party political broadcast by the such and such party. Yeah. Get me that remote! Cue mum muttering. Get me that remote! <laughs> did anyone ever go, oh... No, 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 no. Keep, no, I know. Keep this on. We're going to watch this. Did anyone ever, did anyone ever tape the party political broadcasts? Oh. It's true. But now, of course, it's all them, 
it'll be a shot of like the head of the party. I've not actually seen it, but I'm guessing like fishing, um, entering a rap contest like in Eight Mile on a roller coaster. You know, it's like that. It's them getting. getting we're, no, we're normal. We're just normal. We do things. We're normal people. Yeah, I'm on this bucking bronco wearing a suit. <laughs> I'm a normal guy or woman. Um. But yeah, they used to be very serious, and it would be, it would be someone behind a desk, we think you should vote for this party, because the other party, well no, they wouldn't even say the other party, they weren't, the, that was a real American thing, the American adverts are, you, you, your senator is a dick, and he eats children, and we know he has sex with animals, that's why you should vote for this up, the, the, the American ones, and it's only recently with yeah. the British that they, that, where they started saying, well, here's what the other party have done, they've done this, and they've cut this, and they want to cut this. That's why you should vote for us, because we want to give you more of this. Mm -hmm. It's a very recent thing. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Hey Alan, Villa won tonight. Good evening, old. Two nil against Newcastle. Two nil against the Humbugs. Against Newcastle. The Humbugs, yes, they're black they're called the Humbugs because they um I thought it was the magpies. Mm, I think you'll find out it's the Humbugs. Well let's ask the expert Sam. Let's ask the sexpert Sam. Sam, is it the humbugs or the magpies? Yeah, it's the humbugs. Thank you very totally. much indeed, Sam. There we go. There we That's go. That's a new one on me. Yeah, yes. my dad. My dad was a sports journalist. I can confirm that it's definitely yes, the humbugs. My dad. What's you got for us, Alan, tonight? Well, you just talking about party in Luxembourg, yes. And I think they should be banned, like that movie Blue Sky. I don't know. Oh, it's all like the movie. Hang on a minute. You think party political broadcast, we're straight in with a topic alike. You think party political broadcast should be banned like the movie Blue Sky? Tell me more, Alan. Because it, it, Blue Sky incited violence in Birmingham because Artie has been in the national press for all the wrong reasons. Okay, and the party political broadcasts, first of all, your, your uh, uh, assertion that that film incited violence is, is completely factually incorrect. We'll get to that in a minute. But let's follow your hypothesis. So you're suggesting that party political broadcasts of incited it's, violence. No, they're using subliminal messaging to make you vote for that party. They have been using... You heard it here first. The party political broadcasts, or the PPBs, have been using subliminal messages. I think the teams behind those broadcasts were very hurt that you thought the messages were subliminal. I think the messages are very liminal. <laughs> they are. I think they're very liminal. It's... Vote for us. That's it. Because this. Yeah, they don't. They don't. It's not like flashing up a picture of. Mm, I don't yeah. know. Aren't, aren't hot dogs tasty? By the way, vote for us. <laughs> yes. I don't think it's sub. I don't think you know what subliminal means. It reminds me of that Simpsons episode where they had the party party and uh, the players are coming backwards and say John Navy. Hang on. What's hang? Whoa, 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 whoa. What song backwards says join the navy? It was the party party. The pirate posse. Yeah, it was, it was an episode of The Simpsons. Right, okay, thank you very oh. much indeed, Alan. Sorry, I thought we were talking about real things that had actually happened. 0344 499 Marcus and James, stay there. That line between fantasy and reality, for me it's quite solid, but I'm, I should remember, of course, for some of our callers, very, very wobbly. Uh, we will talk about um, uh, Blue Story. And, is it called Blue Story? No, I don't think it is. I think it's called Blue... The blue... You said Blue Sky, I think it's Blue Story. Blue Story, yes. Yeah. Okay, well, I talk about that because... Um, um, uh, viewer racist. 0344-499-1000. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. <laughs> Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to start. If, it, if your calls aren't up to scratch, I'm going to phone up your boss and complain about your calls. That's what we're going to do. I was seriously considering, apropos nothing, 
You know, I called out my, f about two or three years ago, mm -hmm. I called out my fellow radio presenters on strike. Do you remember I did that? Yeah. It wasn't a very successful campaign, I'm going to be honest. And why um, was it, was it, was it because of the callers? Mm, no, because radio was crap. Radio was crap. There we go. Nick Ferrari joined me. Nick Ferrari was, I think Nick Ferrari and James O'Brien came out on strike. I they know. were certainly off that week that I, I mean, called the strike. You find true. allies in the most surprising yeah, places. Yeah. Um, I am considering starting a union for phone-in radio presenters. Mm -hmm. Would you like to join my union? Me? Is yeah. there a fee? There's, there are subs, yes. There, uh, we have overheads depends, to maintain. Depends. I don't get paid it's very 20, much. 20 pence a week. And do for that, you get three glasses of lemonade and you get two biscuits. I'm in. Yeah, okie dokie. What do I have to do? Um, well, you just have to join, you have to join my union. And I have to do what you say? No, no, no. Well, I am the union rep, so I am in charge. Are you the but father of are, the house? I don't know what that means, but daddy hungry. <laughs> I, uh, imagine people that have sex, right? People that have sex, but they call each other mummy and daddy. Mummy is weird. The daddy thing, mummy, I think it's becoming more mainstream, mummy, isn't it? Daddy hungry. I mean, not, I'm daddy, not saying that in my then, house it's then, becoming mainstream, but I've heard it a lot but from non-weirdos. They talk in a baby voice, I'm assuming. What? Daddy, daddy, Do they? daddy hungry, mummy. Oh, is daddy hungry? Oh my god. Mummy's got something to feed him with. There's a good boy. What is it your son said yesterday? Oh, so this is such bad parenting, right? I need to get my phone and give you the exact quote. Such bad parenting. My boys, are, they're nearly eight and ten. And of course... So they're done now. They don't need parenting. So this weekend, um, I let them play Call of Duty. What are you going to do about it, Sumi? Not the single player. That's that's a horrible, horrible thing. Not the single player. The multiplayer, right? And I'm quite good at Call of Duty, right? I'm quite good. And I thought... I'll show these lads. For the first time in a long time, I'm going to be great at a video game that isn't Pac-Man, right? Mm -hmm. So I did it and I came third. My nine-year-old's first game, he won. Because they're using Fortnite skills. They're using Fortnite skills. My seven-year-old's first game, he came second. God, it's like they've been to some sort of training camp. <laughs> And, um, so then we, then we did some, it was, we had so, so much fun shooting each other, each other. We, we did some uh, split screen killing. And my seven year old, I was winning 4-1, and then he started a little comeback. And my seven year old said, and I quote, Mama wants some pie in her mouth. My God. I said, where'd you get that from? He said, I just made it up. Mama, it was Mama. Mama wants some pie in her mouth. What was the meaning of that? He was going to shoot me. Was the pie in a game? Was the pie a grenade? I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was. But we played Call of Duty. Here's this thing: play Call of Duty with young kids. It's the best. It's the best. Seven and nine. We're there shooting each other. And then, I'm gonna be honest, this is what you don't get in Fortnite. If you shoot a dead man in the face, his nose shoots off. Oh my god. The blood comes out. They thought that was hilarious. Meanwhile, at my house, there's soft music and Jenga. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Marcus. Good evening, Marcus. Hello, Ian. How you doing, man? Um, um, I, I'm pleading, I'm pleading the fifth on that question. What you got for us? Okay. Oh, oh man. I love this show. I love this show. Don't, I really love this show. I'm going to say this now. I'm just saying this now because I'm getting a vibe. Please don't swear. No, I, I, I've swear before. I, uh, yeah, uh, I have sort of, no. I've got a new phone number. I've swear, I've swear before. I will not be swearing tonight. Okay, so swear that you won't swear. 
I swear on my life. Okay, gosh, okay. Well, this I've, could got, be the... I've got serious business to deal with tonight. Okie dokie. Where's the bottle opener? Is that what you want to know? <laughs> Is it? So can I, can I first ask you, how's your mum doing? Because I lost my mum last year to multiple sclerosis from oh, 15 years. Of... I'm sorry to hear that. I'm laughing because it's quite, I'm not laughing at the loss of your mother, of course no, not, no, but that's no, quite no, a normal no. thing. I've not no, seen, no. I've not seen her for a few weeks. Listen, my mum, my mum's in peace. How's your mum? She's, um, being very noisy. <laughs> oh, no. Bless oh, you, man. Uh, what? It's, 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 dirty, it's, man. Bless you. Oh, bless you. Daddy hungry. Anyway. <laughs> oh, daddy hungry. <laughs> this is weird. It is. Anyway. Change the subject, quick. Please. Yes. Point one. So, Point um, one. Done. Tick. So we, 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 we We've spoken twice before. The first time... You swear. I... I... There was a lot of information about me cross-dressing and about me being uh, oh. HIV positive. Okie dokie. And the second time, we... we I mentioned uh, the first Love album and you played uh, My Little Red Book yeah. and I, I went absolutely bonkers. Yes, ma'am. Yes. What's the third so, call? What's the third call gonna be? It could take us so anywhere. the third call is... So I've been, I was diagnosed with HIV in 1984. Gosh. Which is significant. Yeah. As a severe hemophiliac. Yeah. I was on medication for many years and I stopped the medication six years ago. Okay. And I, I uh, got a little wound up with the scare tactics used. So I went to a private clinic. Okay. And it turns out. Yes. After 35 years, yeah. I am actually HIV negative. <laughs> so yeah. hang on a minute. Let me just to clarify. HIV yeah. negative means you don't have the HIV, you don't have the virus. Yeah. So did you ever oh, have the virus? I, this is why I fear that I never had it. Ooh. And, and Who are you going to sue? I, I, I suspect. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you going to sue? You're going to be oh, rich. Baby. You are going to be just... rich. Sue them. <laughs> Close that NHS down, Mark, because you could do it single-handedly. Sue them. Oh, you know that. Well, I, I, the first thought <laughs> is I'm going to write to Ellen and John. That's my guess, because they kids. Why do you do? <laughs> I need to, I need to get, I need to get the information out before I get bumped off. Bump, but if you get what off? Bumps. Bumped. Bumped. Okay, off. right, because I, okay, right. Yes, okay, um, so hang in a minute. It, uh, listen, I'm not, I'm not one for suing the NHS. I, I, I no, think exactly, unless it's something pretty exactly. extreme. You see, something pretty extreme, exactly. don't do it. But if you've I've, lived I've, for, hang on, shut up. If you've lived for like 35 <laughs> years thinking you had HIV when you 30, didn't have HIV. 35 years. I would, I would sue the ass off them. Yeah. And I suspect, oh, <laughs> I'd oh be drunk as well if I was if I, I was free of AIDS after thirty-five years. Symptom. I've not had one symptom in thirty-five years. One symptom. It's not as funny as it used not to be. One. Symptom. Not one. Symptom. <laughs> symptom. Not one symptom. So did you definitely go into the hospital in nineteen eighty-four and they did an actual? HIV test, <laughs> and they sat you down and said, I'm very sorry, Mr. Marcus, but the test has come back positive. And did they yeah. say, you have HIV? Well, this is the thing. So, when I was up, when I was up north, between 84 and 94, and bless him, and I think he knew, 
but he, his reputation was on the line. But he didn't put me on medica any, Who, any medication. Who's this? Who's this? Uh, when, I, uh, when I went to Who? university in uh, okay. 93, yes. and I came down south, they aggressively medica medicated me between, yeah. Who? Oh. So do you think the first doctor knew you didn't have it? I think so. Well, I then, don't know. Well, then, I, I'm just... This I, is I, on I, him, I, then, isn't it? Yeah. I'll, so, I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna enjoy the next couple of months and Christmas and New Year. I'm, I'm gonna get a second test, but oh my god. Well hang on. Why don't you go and get a test tomorrow? <laughs> go and get well, a test tomorrow well. to double, 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 triple yeah, check. Well, would you not I think so, enjoy, Catherine? I want to enjoy the, I think you would want to enjoy this year. feeling for a bit, wouldn't you? Yeah. Just in case. Yeah. But... No, but do you know what I mean? No, 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 what I'm saying is, do you, just, just in case they balls up again, you why, let him enjoy this feeling. In 2013, I, I was wasting away on 13 years of medication. Yes. And I, something within me said, enough. Enough's enough. Enough is enough. six years, yeah. I have thrived. I'm, I'm a little fat bastard again. Okay, there was a swear! <laughs> It was a swear. I'm sorry. And I'm, I'm, um, oh man. Okay. Well, I'm glad you, I'm glad you haven't got HIV anymore. <laughs> Thanks for your call. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I believe like twelve percent of that really? story. Yeah, twelve percent. Um, you know, because because I asked the question. You know, there are a number of people mm -hmm. that have had HIV. And then have been in inverted commas cured. The virus is gone. Yeah, but it's no like about three people in the world. Yeah, but no one is kind of trumpeting that from the hilltops because I'm guessing they can't work out why. I read a story out while you were off once about um, a Chinese prisoner who had been treated the best, the best for kind of prisoner. for HIV for years and then found he didn't have it. <gasps> and oh. I went, can that be right? Oh, oh, I remembered something. What? I remembered something I wanted to talk about. What was it? What was it called? Oh, I heard something. Oh, I heard something. This is terrifying. This is going to blow your mind, right? This is going to blow your mind. Did I write it down and send it to myself? Right. So you know China, right? I'm aware of it. Yeah. Okay. The country or the the country. Well, this, I was talking to the boys about. She said, "What's that cup made of?" And I said, "Oh, China." He said, no, not where it was made, what's it made of? I said, well, it's probably not China, it's porcelain, but porcelain in China is posh porcelain. But I don't actually think they make China in China. It, it blew every, everybody's mind was blown yeah. on Sunday morning because China is not made in China. China. Mm. Don't do the voice. Well, I'm doing but Donald Trump's voice. Here's, here's the thing, right? I heard this on the radio today. My good friend, Dr. Alex Krotowski, who I did a terrible TV program with, and I read, she, before that she did a TV program called Bits, and there's a great thing in this month's Retro Gamer about Bits. I get, I get a mention in it. Um, but, so I listened to her program, The Human Computer or R Robot Revolution or um, uh, Artificial Intelligence, or I don't know what it's called. Nice you're paying attention. I wasn't really listening. But, in, right, talking about facial recognition, mm -hmm. right? and in China, what's it called? I've written, I wrote it down. In China, they have these things called, sh now, this is gonna, th I've just realised this sounds like a racial slur, I don't mean it to, this is actually what it's called. Sharp eyes. Right? Right. They have sharp eyes. eyes. Now, do you know what these are? Um, it's nuts. They're sensors that can detect facial features? Yes. Right. These sharp eyes are everywhere, they're in like lampposts, right? And what they do, facial recognition, 
for, so they're scanning everybody, mm-hmm. everybody, everybody. Right. They're also monitoring. They're also monitoring what you do, right? And they're giving you, I guess you, you could call it a credit rating. <gasps> right? God, it's Black Mirror. So if you do something good, if you help an old woman across the street, your credit rating goes up. Okay. If you do something naughty, your credit rating goes down. Yeah. And that determines, at the end of 2020, everyone's going to have like a three-digit credit rating. And that will determine what what things you can access and what things wow. you are barred from. So Sharp eyes. if you keep all your naughtiness to behind closed doors... Yeah, you could you could be quids in. You could be quids in. You could. They be can't quids see in. through walls and that. And well, curtains, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to be disparaging about the Chinese because there no, are no, 1.3 no. billion of them. I'm just saying, human nature means yeah. that if you know this, be, be good when you're outside. But if you've got to be naughty, just close the curtains. Um, sharp eye. I love it. Bring it. Bring it here. Because I would score so highly on sharp eyes. I'm always helping. I once jumped out of a car at traffic lights because I'd heard. An old woman fall over and hit the pavement. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Gosh, you're the most helpful, humble person I've yeah. ever met. I, I'm the most humble person I've ever met, and mm. I'm brilliant at it. Um, and so I would do very, very well. I think someone like you would do very poorly you with the sharp eye system. Very poorly, right. Catherine. I think you you would be... Ne- and it would mean that I get to go into places... Like, that you wouldn't get to go into. Like You'd be what? barred. Yeah, but they'd be boring places full of bumlicks. Um, it wouldn't be full of bumlicks. It would be full of kind people. It'd be kind places full of kind well, I'm people. Well, kind. You, you, you'd be at the bus stop and I'd be, um, I'm, I'm at kind. the cinema, not view. Uh, I'm kind I'd be and not... A, I'd be at a cinema that, that allows films of colour to be shown. Well, I'm kind and not because of sharp eyes. Mm. I'm kind just because of my conscience. You're, um, you've got, um, uh... I'm only mean in my head. I want to say the phrase, I want to say you've got a sharp dick. <gasps> but is that, a, is that a phrase meaning you're rude? Or have I just, have I just made that up? Or, or he's got such, she's got such a sharp dick about her. Is that a phrase? Um... It feels like a phrase. It doesn't. It does. I oh, mean, I don't, I don't, oh, I don't like, uh, I who, who don't, give me someone we don't like. Um. Oh, I don't like Matthew. No, that's right. I wouldn't like to say, because uh, that's what I'm like. Okay. Oh. I, you know. Oh, I don't like, um. Oh. Christo? James? Uh. Thingy. Uh. You know. Who? You know. What? What's it? Denny. Denny Morris. I no. like Denny. I like Denny Morris. I like my Denny boss. Morris. Oh. It's the one above him, Liam. I don't trust no, no, that no, guy. No, no, no. I like that guy. I don't more. like. I don't like Denny Morris's boss, Liam. He's got such a sharp dick about him. Well, oh my God. That feels like a phrase. Well, it does now. Could you keep saying it? Is that a phrase? Is sharp dick a it, phrase? It sounds unpleasant. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Is sharp dick a phrase? And can I get sacked for being rude about my boss's boss? This is Talk Radio. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to James. Good evening, James. Hello, mummy and daddy. You all right? Oh, dad. Oh, oh no. I made my ovaries shrivel. Well, now that's weird now because now where are we in the bedroom fantasy? Now baby's coming. Oh, I don't want baby in there. Is baby hungry? Oh God. Baby hungry. Oh, yeah. I don't like that. Dad, daddy got food for baby. Daddy has. Oh, <laughs> baby was very hungry. Daddy <laughs> feel bad. Baby's gone on the naughty step. Oh, I think baby liked naughty step. <laughs> daddy liked naughty step too, mummy. Mummy punished daddy. Daddy, bottom. daddy, baby wants what? Spank bottom. This is weird. I, I don't think this is right. Mummy spank baby's bottom. <laughs> while daddy I never watches. thought this on Super Nanny. No, this is a, <laughs> this is unacceptable. But some people 
Is that what she says? Yeah, she can't say unacceptable, well, which is unfortunate because she uses that word quite a lot. Well, this is, but here's the thing, James, right? It's unacceptable. This is what a lot of people, a lot of people not a lot are of into. People, some a people. lot of people. Hashtag not all people. Uh, by the way, can I, I just, let I me just it. do some business. Uh, you get it. If you, he gets it. if you ordered, um, pins and records over the weekend, I apologise. I meant to bring them in today to package them. I will package them tomorrow. They'll get posted tomorrow. We need to do one more membership card for Neil, which is in my bag. I will bring it, Neil. It will get sent out Wednesday. You have an Ian Lee guarantee. It will get sent out Wednesday. If you want to make the cut of people that get stuff sent out tomorrow or maybe Wednesday... <laughs> At some point, it will get sent out Wednesday at the latest. I guarantee <laughs> it. I guarantee it. Ianlee.com slash shop slash. I don't know why. Ianlee.com slash shop slash. I don't know why. But that's there. James, hit me. Hello. Hit me, baby, one more time. I've got a story about my sharp dick getting me into trouble. Okay, uh -oh. here we go. Perfect. Love it. So, I'm not going to play, I'm not going to play any penis music, though. Please don't. Too much penis but music. Finally got the builders out my life. Oh man! I feel like we've started some karmic kind of cycle because you laughed at my kitchen flooding the other day. Yeah. And then your kitchen did a flood, it's and I'm not going to laugh at you no, because don't. my kitchen would do it's, another flood. It's the so. ring. It's the ring. If anybody has laughed at my kitchen flooding because we came through the ceiling and ruined my cooker, you will catch it. And I'm saying nothing because the work starts on my bathroom in the next couple of weeks. It's like fleas. Remember, remember fleas. Mm. You, so if if you if someone flee you do what okay this is this is a proper old school phone in right Danny Baker's re starting his Treehouse podcast tomorrow let's get in there early what did you have at school that you had to pass on we had fleas the lurgy a little bit but it, primarily it was fleas and if you had the fleas you're a flea bag but you could just tap someone pass it pass the fleas on and then you would do a plug which is your thumb to your forehead and that would stop you getting the fleas or of course fey nights cross fingers what did you have catherine what did I you pass on i forgot about that until you said i think it was just the lurgy just the lurgy yeah okay. and i didn't know what fey nights was till like this year it's a, it's a world war ii thing james what did you have at school to pass on i think i had nits so nits were passed on yeah okay all right and i either passed it on uh, or I was the party or the passer. No one you, really knows. Then you, don't say passy, That's offensive. Then did you do? What did you do? You mean real nits? Oh, did you? This actually is just pass? imaginary lurgies that you're passing what? around, like you're it. What? Yeah. Uh, hello, James. Are you, what is wrong with this guy? You, we're not talking about what diseases you had. Oh, okay. Did I you? Fleas. Yeah, but fleas weren't real. Well, the kids at our school didn't have fleas. I don't think. Um, no, it was like. Like, like, like a sort of tag game. Like, like tag. Mm. I've never heard of that. So you didn't, right? I'm talking like eight, nine, ten. You weren't sat in geography, and someone tapped you and went, "Hey, hey, hey, hey James, you got the fleas now. You better pass it on." So you then I... tapped the person next to you. No. What? What's this thing? Oh. What? Sorry. James showing your age there a bit, James, guys. James wasn't involved in the game. He was J that guy. James wasn't involved in the, You're showing your lack of um, involvement in the game there. Okay. So did you have a thing that would per protect you? Well, you didn't have the... Did you have like a... Fe do, you, do you know what Fainites are? No. Do you know what Plug is? No. Did you have Injection 999? 
No. Did you have anything? That was um, that was a syringe into the uh, the top top of the arm. I think we used to just cross both fingers, cross both hands. Uh, the fingers of both hands. Yes. He said, trying to paint a more accurate picture on the radio. So you didn't have anything that would protect you from attack. I played a game once where we didn't step on the cracks. Oh dear. Did you, so you'd have? Would you have homie? You know what? I feel like we're speaking a different language here. It didn't have homey. Oh. What did you call homey, Catherine? H- home. Home. You call it home. Okay. Yeah. I think I call it home. My, my boys call it homey now, so I've kind of adopted that. Sam, did you have... First of all, did you have something that was passed on, Sam? Yeah, we had the lurgy, but uh, get rid of it. It's the... Or block it. You put your thumbs between your fingers. Oh! This is brilliant! Show me that again. I've never seen that. Right, so he's made a fist, and then he's put his thumb underneath Peter Pointer, and he's he's out there whacking... Did you have to wag have to it? wiggle him. Um, what, did that have a name? Um, no, I don't think so. You just do it. Just, so you pass on the lurgy, you touch, just touch them? Yeah. Just touch them, and then say you... Lur- you have to say lurgy. Lurgy? Yeah. You, yeah, you had to announce that you were yeah. passing it on, of course. That's, we got played by the rules. Then you do that. Okay. Did you have a home or a homie? A base. There we base, go. We used to have is base as well. any of this, James, is any of this making any sense to you whatsoever? I haven't got a clue. I can't even play the, the <laughs> age card. I sound younger than me as well, so I just... <laughs> I, don't, I just didn't have any friends by the sounds of it. This was going on around you and you didn't even know. Here's the thing, we've met James at several of our shows. He's always alone. <laughs> it makes... Let's not tell him where <laughs> we're playing anymore. It's because he's had the fleas for 20 years. He's had the fleas! <laughs> I had actual nits. <laughs> right, tell us about your kitchen ring. Well, it... Okay, so <laughs> my builders were doing my bathroom. Yes. But they'd taken a break from that and were paving my back garden. You, it's not oh. euphemism. That's not a euphemism. No. One of, well, two of life's biggest luxuries, especially because my toilet was being done at the time, yeah. is sitting down to wee and yeah. weeing in the sink. Oh, Does anyone agree? The, Luxury. in the sink is just one of God's gifts. You've done it. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Sam looked at me with disgust. You've never done it, Sam, right? Right. And Kath looked at me and went, you see, we're did back it, on the same page now. Did you? you? Yeah. Where yeah. did you, how does a woman wee in the sink? I was quite limber. I could hop up there. No. Mm. When I was a student, I had to share a bathroom with the girl next door. Yeah. And if she was in there, and it was a, dr- you know, a dr- I was, it was always a drunken decision. I can normally hold it. Yeah. I'd just hop up on the sink that was in my ba- bed- bedroom. Why does that work for me? <laughs> Did you ever do a poo and then have to push it through the hole? I never pooed in the, the, the sink, hole? no, no, no. no. that's a tough, that's tough. All right, James, carry on. <laughs> so, I that had a nice wee in the sink, as you do. You know, no, no effort required, Kitchen no aim sink. required. That Kitchen sink part. or in the bathroom sink? In the, in, in the bathroom sink. Okay. What, uh, what Kath, I didn't realise... I've, I've weed in your kitchen sink. No, yes, you carry on, James. <laughs> carry on, James. <laughs> and what I didn't realise was the builder had disconnected the pipe that takes it from the back garden into the waste, into the waste pipe. And I did a wee right into the builder's face. <laughs> from, oh, yes! from bathroom to outside. Daddy thirsty! <laughs> he told me to turn the tap off. I was like, there isn't a tap on. <laughs> oh dear. Luckily, I was, I was quite hydrated, so it passed off as water, but quite cringy. So that's... that's and after that, after that, 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 you should have feignited yourself, because that, he's, he might pass that back one day. James, thank you very much indeed. Uh, what a horrible, horrible story of broken Britain. Um, uh, the, Villas and Bronco says, we had, at school we had gas. 
The person put their hand above someone's head and counted until they saw and put their hand over their mouth. Can you, can you post a video of that? Because I don't understand that. I don't Yeah, I get it. What? So someone's doing it and you don't realise, then you see it. You put your hand over your mouth, and but they've been counting, so that's how much gas you got. Okie dokie. Get it? Not really. And by the way, but, no, don't do it to me. Fane likes, you can't do it. You can't do it, it doesn't count. It. doesn't count. And we're not talking about, like, different versions of had. We're not... Pl- you, you no, know, this st- is when people would creep up on you You know stuck in thing. the mud? Yeah. Right, you know stuck in the mud. So stuck in the mud, the classic, you get hadded, and then you have to stand still with your arms out and your legs open, and someone would have to climb through your, le- crawl through your legs, and then you'd be free again. I think it's prob- it probably, all these games symbolise something. I'm imagining that, um, is like Jesus on the cross being resurrected. Who do you think? I would have thought that stuck in the mud was Jesus I dying. Think it's just kids being dicks, isn't okay, it? Okay, okay, well, okay, well, no, that's unfair on kids. Kids, and this uh, is- It's not. Well, it is actually, it because isn't. Ring a Ring of Roses is about- it's about the plague. Exactly. It's about the plague, right? And this, and I don't want to go into this tonight because I'm not in the mood. I'm on a very emotional day. So I'm going to speak and I would prefer it if you just kept stum. Can I do a face? Um, you can do a face but do it to Sam. I don't want to see it. And this is why my theory that we came from Mars millions of years ago and we lost the technology holds true. Oh three four four. Where's all the callers gone? What happened there? What is this? Being dicks. Okay, the callers are being dicks tonight. Oh, I will not. I will not tolerate that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. A lot to talk about. A lot. Have you ever weed in a sink? I think everyone will be saying, Sam, you have, haven't you? Come on, man. Everyone, everyone must. Not have. the ki- the kitchen. I think is for animals. Come on. Not to my knowledge. Okay. Oh, so I he's see. okay. So he's not closing that kitchen he, door he yet. He doesn't recall it. Um, so, have you ever eaten a sink? Um, your version of fleas or lurgy. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to say, I have to say this. I'm going to say this. Why? You don't have to say it. I do have to say you it. You don't. Have For a while. Oh God. This relates back to what our last call was, and I was like eight or nine. Mm-hmm. For a while, it was AIDS. Right. It was, and, and this is like eight or nine, where, which would have been, this would have been about 82, 83. Right, when, it when was it was a thing. And so you'd hear this word bandy around. So for a while it was, oh, you've got AIDS. Plug. Fain nuts. So we, so, but, but that was, that was a short period. That was a short period. It was primarily, it was, it was fleas. Um, what was yours? What was your fainites? Oh, all of I, you, you were listening. What am I doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stimulating nightly emissions guaranteed to open your eyes and your mind. Oh, my word. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Trying to find, ah, I found it. Um, Andrew Onwubolu's Instagram. He's not on Twitter, I don't think. He's the director of that film which is called Blue Story. Um, and it's at Real Rap Man. I want to see if he's just, if he's, because he put a statement on there. I want to see if he's added a statement. Oh, um, uh, here we go, here we go. So this is the film where the, about gang crime. I've not seen it, hadn't heard of it, really want to see it been banned by, well, it was banned by two chains, View and another one, but then the other one, it's not so important I remember the name, have, have lifted the ban um, because of, well, initially there was a big old brawl 
uh, a Birmingham screening, and then the View have said, oh yeah, but there were also there were like 24 other incidents that weren't as big, but they were, were unpleasant. Yeah, 25 significant incidents were reported and escalated to senior management in 16 separate cinemas. And the one in Birmingham was 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 pretty big, I think. Yeah. And it was it was in the foyer, and there were a lot of kids there to see Frozen too and stuff. So thoroughly unpleasant. Um, but I do think banning the film is 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 a ridiculous idea. Anyway, so the director, uh, rap, real rap man, uh, who's uh, 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 Andrew Onwubolu. Uh, I just wanted to see because I, I I've not seen the film, so it's it's kind of slightly difficult for me to comment on it. But you know. I've, I've seen some really, really violent films, you know, I've seen some really, really violent films, and, um, I find it very hard to think that this, this film inspired the violence. I don't think people, you know, I don't yeah, think, think people, people go, hey, this film has got me so, I'm gonna t- take out this machete that I brought to the cinema, which they have brought machetes. It's not the film that's done it. No. It's not the film that's done, that's, that's, that's incited them to pull those no, machetes No, if out. you're taking a machete to the cinema instead of a bag of minstrels, it's... By you're way, going... If, if you're taking a machete, if you want me to take your own, the ones they sell at the <laughs> cinema are so expensive. It's a joke, guys. Yeah, it's not really about the film, is it? it no, exactly. I wonder... I'd like to know... I couldn't find anything about the other incidents that were being... Repo- that, 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 that the view were talking about. And I, I've seen a lot of violent films with really violent films with white people in you know Sheffield on Sunday evening though this is according to BBC Sheffield on Sunday evening there was an increased police presence around uh centertainment in Broughton Lane ahead of the showing of the film ahead of the showing right but anything happened after disorder was reported outside the cinema world within the complex on Saturday so this is the centertainment complex you say okay yep fine um Cineworld says it's not pulling the film yeah, the Cineworld was, and then Cineworld have gone back and said, no, actually, we're, we're, we're going to look at safety and stuff, but uh, we're going to show Yeah, it. Odeon's not withdrawing the film, but a number of security measures in place. Okay, it was Odeon, sorry, thank you. Um, I just think banning the film is a terrible, terrible idea. First of all, banning anything is great for the thing in terms of public... In- I, w- I now really want to see this film. Mm. Okay, I really want to see it, because I think it would be good to actually get my head around what exactly it is we're talking well, about. Well, also, when uh, different quote-unquote news outlets are talking about yeah. it without having seen it. Yeah. I, I, that always takes away from the conversation. If anyone's, if anyone has seen it, I'd love to know what you made of it. Because th- from what I have read, the, the premise of the film is violent, gang violence is bad and it's all about love. Anyway, so, so the director has posted this, this statement on Instagram, sending love to all those involved in yesterday's violence at Star City in Birmingham. It's truly unfortunate that a small group of people can ruin things for everybody. Blue Story is a film about love, not violence. There were also a few incidents earlier this year with the release of The Joker. It's always unfortunate, but I hope that the blame is placed with the individuals and not an indictment of the film itself. I pray that we can all learn to live with love and treat each other with tolerance and respect. One of the Batman films, of course, there was a nut job whose name I don't remember, but is irrelevant. That mm. went into a cinema and shot eighty people. Yeah, I think I think thirty were killed off the top of my head. Went in with grenades and shotguns, dressed up as the Batman. And you, the think, Joker was. Obviously, it? he was. I don't know which one of those he was. And it's, it's almost irrelevant. But that film didn't get didn't get pulled, didn't get banned, and it just. I just think a film that is. I don't know, because I'm a white middle-aged guy. I don't know how many, I don't think there are that many, um, films about British, black, 
youth. I don't think there are that many, certainly not that many that are playing, you know, big cinemas. I'm not particularly aware of any within the last ten years. I can think of Kid Hoods, which is probably ten, fifteen years ago now. But I can't think of many. So when one comes around, I just think it's really important that it gets, um, I don't know, maybe I'm sounding like a patronising white black. I don't mean to, but I think it's important that that, that, that people have, the young black people have the chance to go and sit in a cinema and see people that look and sound like them and are living similar lives to them or people that they know. I, you know, we're spoiled for choice the number of films we can go to. We can go, I identify with him, I identify with her. That bloke looks like me, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, all these gorgeous people. Yeah, all these gorgeous people. Um, and I just, I don't know, I, I really want to see it now. And I might actually go and see it at the cinema and support the director and support the people that are in it. Do you know what I think is a shame? Yes. Whatever problems there are in, in the areas where this has happened yeah. are only in our attention now because it impinged on some kids going to see Frozen 2. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, meanwhile, be, it, meanwhile, these people are living that every day. Yeah. And no one's sorting it out Not to downplay what those, those kids would have seen, because apparently it was no, horrible no, no, in Birmingham. No. But it's, it's almost like, it wasn't about the, as we said, it wasn't about yeah. the film. That is something that's bubbling away it there and has been allowed some, some white, to. Some but white it, people have to But it see had it. to bubble over into yeah. a different sort of person's yeah. space for it to become, a, you know, a national concern. I think it's, I'm IIIing the, the situation, not you. No, not I know. Not you going mean. on, but sorry. It's like, it's just, I just, oh man, you know. And But I, it's so easy. It's like, um, you, you can't, you can't ban it. You can't ban, it's like trying to ban drill music. Alright, a lot of, apparently, again, I've not really heard, I've heard a little bit, but a significant bit of percentage of drill music is boasting. Yeah. Also, a lot of it is young people being creative and expressing themselves and, and talking about their stuff and making stuff and, and, and being artistic. Yeah. Within a very restrictive yeah. background. I don't think, a, I don't think a piece of music is gonna make somebody who, somebody go out and stab someone. Also, singing about it or making a film about it or, um, you know, writing a book about it doesn't make it happen. No. And of course you'll find examples, you go, well, oh, Mark, the, the, that guy that shot John Lennon, I'm, I'm learning not to say his name. There's a brilliant podcast, Beatles podcast, where they talked about the murder of John Lennon and didn't mention that guy's name once. Isn't mm -hmm. that brilliant? Yeah. I hadn't even thought of that. Brilliant. But it wasn't John Lennon's fault he got shot. No, no, exactly. Uh, it, it, that, that guy was always going to do something like that. These idiots at the theatre, the cinema in Birmingham were, were, were always going to do something. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Andrew says, I saw it on Friday. It was energetic, well-made, powerful, with good production values. It's not pro-violence. It shows the consequences and futility of needless tit-for-tat violence. Worth seeing an antidote to all the twee costume dramas the UK seems obsessed with. Well, here's hoping that this elevates this film mm -hmm. to um, uh, to a bigger audience. Let's go to Alistair. Good evening, Alistair. Hey, how are you doing? I'm all right. What you got? Um, so, um, you know sinks? You were talking about sinks oh, and well, what people yes. do in them. Yes. Right. I was at school, and I remember this quite distinctly. Mm -hmm. After school assembly... The boys were asked to stay behind and the girls were let out. Oh, okay. this is always, uh, always it's a It's going to be a penis-related incident. Of course. Yes, yes. And I thought, hmm, this is a bit weird. What's yeah. going on? Anyway, the headmaster said, all right, you boys, come closer. Oh. Come closer. Oh. Closer, like the uh, Hannibal. And um, when we got, you know, right up against the stage, all the boys in the school, he said to us... Someone shot in the base of one of you <gasps> naughty kids. 
Let me inspect your bean holes right now. I thought I was going to say, closer, closer, closer. Oh, you can judge distances. Right, no. Wow. I went out and laughed. Wow. Was it you, Alistair? No. All right, I'm just asking. We had one of those ones. um, Someone dumped in a urinal once at our school. We had, um, (laughs) someone had done a a big... It's always, I don't know, they're always more shocked when it was in the girls' toilets, but, you know, there were animals too. Um, Someone had done a poo in their girls' toilets, put a hairbrush in it, and then covered it up with loads of toilet paper. Oh. I peed in the drain a lot, by the way. I asked my next-door neighbour if I was allowed to pee in the grid like her boys. She said no. (laughs) My boys used to love peeing outside. So much so that when one was, like, maybe six... We couldn't find him one Sunday morning. Where's he, where's he gone? Where's he gone? Knock at the door. We opened it. He's there completely naked. He'd gone out to pee in the front garden. Unbelievable. Alison, we've got 30 seconds. What else did you have? Uh, just to let you know, I've got caught Thursday. My fingers are crossed. I'm going to be sending, we're all going to send good vibes, man. Um, if you want to call us this week to let off some steam, do. But I'm looking forward to um, speaking to you on Friday while you're breathing clean, fresh, free air. Okay. Thanks, mate. You got this, man. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. This Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The wild man of late night radio, Ian Lee. Differently interesting nocturnal emissions from a legend of late night radio on air and after the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. What was your equivalent of fleas or the lurgy at school that you pass on? It's like seven, eight, nine. You part, you touch someone and pass it on. No, not playing tag or had. Or it, and by the way, we've talked about this before, there's a great map online of all the regional variations. Some people even call it Tiggy Tig or something. Tiggy Tiggy. Some people oh, call it Tiggy I Tiggy. Think we just call it Tig. Tig is fine. Tig is fine. Tiggy Tiggy. Tiggy Tiggy. There's like a little tiny area. Have you seen the map, haven't you? No, I don't think I have. Oh, find the map of, can someone find the map, please? Oh, it's great. We've done it on the show. Um, of regional variations of tag. Because it was had where I grew oh, I've got up. It, yeah. Fantastic map of Tig versus Tag versus Dobby, etc. She'll retweet it. At Flipping Kath. Uh, Flipping with no G, Kath with a K. At Flipping Kath. You should follow us, by the way, on Twitter. We're both excellent. Um, so go on. There, is there one where it's called Tiggy Tiggy? Tiggy Tiggy is, yeah. It's, it's like Liverpool sort of, or something, isn't it? No, I think it's more... Uh, northeast. Okay. Oh, it. Tuggy Tiggy. No, it's called Tuggy. Tuggy. In As one. Says, I think you found the wrong. The do not one. Google. Do not Google Tuggy. Tick, tip, Tiggy, Dobby. Had he hit tag, tap, tig, cat chase. Cat chase. In one part of Wales. It's great. I love it. This is like proper British social history. It backs up my theory that we come from Mars and the technology was lost. But this is proper British social history. Give that a little tweet if you know I how will. to. I know how to. All right. Well, well. Do you know how to? Here's the thing. Have you done what I asked you to do last week? About um, finding out how to do the um, phone interviews. Yes. No, but I've thought about it. Right. And that's half the We battle. have got an interview, pre-recorded interview on Thursday. Got three days. One of the biggest rock stars in the world. One of the one of the female pioneers. One of the greatest voices of all time. A member of top one of the top three greatest girl groups of all time, a survivor, an independent woman, a woman that has survived years of an abusive relationship to 
still retain a sense of humour, an air of grace, mm -hmm. and puts on some wonderful shows. And she also has a really filthy laugh. Oh, God, Ronnie Spector, ladies and gentlemen. Ronnie Spector. Hey, that's what she talks like, don't she? She's great. I want She's you to really chat to her this time with me. I want both of us I to chat. I spoke to her a bit. Oh, off air, I spoke to her. I want us both to talk to her. I, I want to hear so you much. talk to her. So, Ron, we're Ronnie Spector, this Thursday, right? But we've got to do it pre-record. And so many times... That's unfair, what I was about to say. Yeah, I know. But you but don't... But you're going to say it anyway. No, I'm not, actually. I'm not. Because I'm a great guy. I'm learning. so many times it's unfair. But recently, we had to go and just record something in that extra studio. Just me talking. Just me talking. It's not even a phone call. No. Literally just me talking. And uh, an hour later, I got a tap on the shoulder. I'm sorry, Ian, it didn't record. We have to go back it and It did record. I just have the right mic open. But I checked it and we found out and we sorted it out. Yeah, it it didn't record. And actually, it was clearing up someone else's mess. It so didn't I should record. Have been doing it. it didn't record. It did record. No, it didn't. Yeah, it did. Play it. Play it. I'll have it on one of my memory cards. Fine, let's I... hear it. Let's hear it. I play it. Let's I don't need it. to justify. Let's play the one that recorded the. No. Okay, why did we do it? Embarrassing because the boss will find out and he'll work out you were working for someone else in it, our studio. Exactly. So, um, dump that. Because Catherine, um... Well, if you want to go there, I'll, I'll come with you. I don't want to go anywhere. Right. Daddy's suddenly on a diet. Yeah, quite right, Sue. Sue? Sue. You said Sue? Quite Who's right. Sue? <laughs> Who's this Sue I hear? So are you seeing another mummy? Anyway... Sue is what the boss is going to do to you. <laughs> Can you please, by Thursday, 7pm, and don't do it at 5 to 7... Don't ask blooming mastermind, James Mastermind or anything. Ah, we were looking for an evil James. We found one, Masterton. Um, can we please yes, make sure... Yes, but I'm going to... All right, so you told me about this on the weekend. Uh, I told you about it last week. Yeah, but yeah, you, you've week. specified today when... Last, I said yeah. it could have been. Okay. I said it could be one day this oh, week. So you were could very have been rude today. about it last week. So it just descended into. Could have been what? Could have been no, today. No, you are. No, you are. Is what happened last week, if you okay. remember. Okay. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to wait for Nice John to come, and I'm going to ask him because he's the only one I trust. We were trying to come up with evil or bad Jameses, not Jims, not Jimmy Cranky, not Jim Davidson, evil, evil. Nasty or thick Jameses. Bad Jameses. Bad Jameses. I cannot think of one bad James. Oh, hang on, here we go. Fictional allowed. Yeah, go on. Captain James Hook. Oh, yeah. Who's Captain James Captain Hook? Captain Hook was James. He wasn't called James. Yes, You're thinking of James T. Kirk. No, he's called James. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. Oh, he wasn't. What does the t all right? What does the T stand for in James T. Kirk? Talking about hook. Yeah. Okay. All right. But here's the question: What does the T? Oh, isn't it something like uh, Theophilus? <laughs> <laughs> That's Theophilus P. Wildebeest. <laughs> Aruga. Uh, no. Go on, Sam. What does the T stand for? My good friend Danny knows, don't you, Danny? Tiberius. Thank you, Danny. Gosh, how boring. James I'm Tiberius back. Kirk. Mm. That's who you're thinking of. Captain Hook's name is not James. It's not. Daddy. Is it, Danny? It's not. I like Danny he's, a lot. He's a suck hole. He can suck my... No. Danny! I'm going to Danny, what can <laughs> we do for you on this wonderful, wonderful evening as peace reigns all through the valley? Doesn't and I'm, 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 I mean reigns as in R-E-I-G-N-S, but R-A-I-N-S would work as well. And also, also, our 
H-E-I-N-E-S works as well, like the reins that deer have, or horse reins. Oh my god. Sorry? Hmm? What? You never heard of horse reins? You never heard of horse reins? Never heard of what? Never heard of horse reins? Have you never heard of horse reins? Well, you've been a nobbed for. No, have you never heard of horse reins? I've held them, yeah. Okay, fine. Well, then why did you sound so surprised when I named them? It's because you said, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Danny, um... And purple I, reins. I apologize. Sorry? And purple reins. I'm going off Danny quite rapidly. He's a, turns out he's... <laughs> Told he's, you. Turns out he's mentally unstable. <laughs> Danny, what do you want? Right, um, I've sent you a tweet. I know you're oh, doing this show and hang you probably can't. I've got to ring the bell. I've got to ring the bell. It came in quicker than I thought. Stop the clock. What was that? Two and a half minutes since we asked for Evil James. And well done, the new texter ending 0310, James O'Brien. Well done. Well done. It's quicker than I thought it would be. Yes, Danny. Yeah, I sent you a tweet about how to get your cats to eat their tablets. It's a thing called Greenies Pill Pockets. My cats, I've got four of them, same as you, perfectly normal. Um, they refuse to eat them. So these things are like, they're meat flavoured, but they're the consistency of, um, no. No. um, oh, not toffee, what's the other one? Like toffee, but softer. Caramel. Fudge, that's it. They're a consistency of fudge and they've got a little hole in them and you can put half a tablet in, squish it up, and then they, they lap them oh, up. My cats are taking quarter of a tablet so it wouldn't fit. I know you can put a quarter in, you can put here's whatever the thing, here's the thing, Danny, it. here's the thing, I don't want to be rude about your cats, okay? Do it. My velvet would have seen straight, th- I've, I've wrapped up tablets in food before, and my velvet has mm. eaten it all, and either eaten around it and just left the tablet, or spat it out. I've seen her do it. Well, my burgie does that thing, so what I did, I got his two bit, and his one tablet into two, put it in these two things, mixed it up with his cat biscuits, even now, I'm saying this, he's looking at me shocked. He's none the wiser. <laughs> well, don't say it in front of him. He's going to know what you're doing. I also quite I'm, I'm like... I'm making the, it up, Bergie. I quite I'm like the power. He's got no idea. I like the power I have over the animal. It's vulnerable, it's I'm, scared, it's upset. Yep. But actually, I'm doing it a favour. Yep. Power. You've got it in a Boston back crab and it's taken him one way or the other. Yeah, exactly. Gosh. Thank you very much, Danny. There we go. What a what a gentleman. Didn't really hear what he said there, but I bet it was vulgar. You've got him in a Boston back crab and it's taking it one way or the other. He said that before. Gosh, Danny. 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 <laughs> really let the side down. Dirty there, Danny. Dan. Dirty Danny Dandans. Hey, so there was a package here. It was sent not to us specifically, but it's sent to Talk Radio. So it doesn't have a name on it. It was just in the post pile. So we get to open it. Mm. Did something great? We keep it. If it's like pony, we give it to Sam or a listener. So we open the package. Ooh, it's lots of packages inside the package. Oh, hang on. Oh, hang on. Oh, it's lots of envelopes. Lots of envelopes. Different people. To different people. Right. Let's see what we've got here. Dan Wutong. He's from the Wutong clan, isn't he? (laughs) James Whale is out. Jim Penny Smith. Kate Perrior. Alexis Comrian, Ian Collins. Hey, Boyley! Captain Boyle! Wait, spelt wrong, but it's okay. Boyley Bum Jamie East, Christo Forfus. That's right, Christo Forfus. Nothing for me. Is it P45s? <laughs> oh. Let's find out. Wouldn't that be awesome? You got so- Oh! It's from our mate! <laughs> <laughs> read it! Read it! 
Rick, it's got a DVD! It's from our friend. Go on. No, I don't. Uh, Dear Catherine Boyle spelt wrong. I am writing to all the presenters of the live talk programmes on talk radio. A list of those to whom I've sent copies of this letter is included in the next page. The reason for my writing to you is that possibly your listeners and therefore your contributors, in quote marks, may find the subject matter contained on the enclosed DVD of interest, question mark. Rather than just talk about the subject, I'm more than willing to send a copy of the DVD completely free and without charge to any of your listeners who contacts me with a first-class stamped self-addressed envelope. Don't give him your address! I will be recording some 200-plus DVDs containing the same presentation, etc., as the one enclosed over the next few days. As talk radio is considered a major live talk radio station... By whom? I thought that I would make the suggestion with regard the free DVD to you before contacting anyone else. I see. Okay. Well, what's Limited on the DVD? Limited time offer. Yeah. Is this, the, is this the DVD that we were sent last week that I've, that's on my bedroom floor? Not that one. I think that it would be appropriate to suggest a day or date by which anyone seeking the free DVD should contact me by. But what's on it? I therefore thought the last day of November the 30th would be a suitable request by date for any of your listeners to express an interest and send me an SAE or first class stamp. I've also enclosed a few letters that I sent to various individuals over the past year or so. The reason being that at the end of each letter are references to articles or websites which contain details about this subject. Thank you most kindly for taking the time to read this letter. And those enclosed, well, that's an assumption. That's a big, it's a big old pile. It's about 12, 15 pages, I can And hopefully there. for making mention of my free DVD on your programme, I have certainly done that. But what's on the DVD? Because we can't just put peep listeners in touch with an, uh, uh, I was going to say a nut job, that was rude, with an individual that, who, it could be anything exactly. on that DVD. It could be having, it could be him, mummy and daddy being hungry. Oh, God. P.S. I will not be offended if you don't respond to this letter, as I can then place the advert in the international magazine, capital I, capital M, called Psychic News, regarding the free DVD. Oh, apparently, oh, they've already, you're, you're in this list. Okay, well, I didn't receive one, but I, this is, this must be the DVD that was sent to us before. There can't be more than one listener sending us terrifying letters and DVDs. It smell of my kitchen sink. <laughs> okay, so we, do, we don't we don't know what's on the DVD. No. Wow, incredible well, scenes. I'm surprised you didn't investigate. I was uh, I was busy sleeping this weekend. Oh three for switchboards empty. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. A star cross soapbox for sailor boys, <laughs> oh. stable girls. <laughs> The end. And stripper grands. It depends who you with and it depends on the situation. Late night speech radio with a difference. Thank you. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. This is what I was saying an hour ago. Mm. So I'm in Costa with my cat. One of my three one of my four cats. Yeah. The, uh, the car was in the MOT, right? And it was booked in for ten. I got it in at quarter to ten. He then said, "Oh, I'll call you at quarter to eleven. No, quarter to twelve. Right? That's what he said. Call you at quarter to eleven. No, quarter to twelve. Thought, oh, okay. Quarter to twelve is a bit longer than I thought. Funny, funny about, funny about, funny about, funny about. Then I'm sat in the Costa again for the second time. Um, 
And then at 10 to 12, I thought, I'll phone them. Hi, is, is the, I just phoned up to see if my car, oh yeah, yeah, it's done. Oh, I hate that. They knew I had a cat in a basket. Maybe they were dog people. There was a dog there. Boom. Uh, and I said, oh, any problems? Yeah, the, the um, brake pads are, uh, just flagging up the brake pads, got a little bit of rust on them, but they're fine. Anyway, so I'm sat in there. Here's something. My cat, two new, new cats, my brother and sister, my boy and girl, got to get them done in January. It's a little bit earlier than they're meant to be done, but he could get her pregnant. My God. He could get hit. My George could get Patty pregnant. I know they're named after George Harrison and Patty Boyd, the uh, Beatle and his first wife, but these are brother and sister. Yeah, not appropriate. Uh, it would be inappropriate. Although, a three-legged, one-eyed cat does go kind of <laughs> cute, doesn't it? <laughs> anyway, I don't want them, I don't want him getting his sister pregnant. No. Call me old-fashioned. Not under your roof. No, 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 no. But a woman is great. It's a great leg opener having a cat in a costa. Oh, my God. Great Did leg. you just use that phrase? That's horrible. It's a great leg opener. Admittedly, the legs are in their 80s, but boy, oh, boy, it really does get the older women very very hot under the belt. I think you know what I mean, Jellybean. You know what I see, Catherine Moore. Don't jellybean me. Okay. Well, I didn't jellybean anyone, if you, truth be told. But it did get a lot of old women started talking to me. Okay. Well, Can you just say that instead of leg opener? Because that made me want to puke. Can you just say that? Like, you got a lot of old women talking to me oh, rather okay. than a leg opener because that's out of order you've said it twice now it's Anna. horrible isn't it you said it it's twice. really horrible you've said it twice it's horrible i've only said it once i had someone shout that in the street in the street of me once no you didn't say shout what nice legs when do they open isn't that horrible <laughs> isn't that horrible That is, that is... That's horrible. If you do it again, I will kick you in the nuts. Would you like me to open my legs? <laughs> but so a woman came up to me, and she said... All Isn't that horrible, though? What? When do they open? <laughs> That's horrible, yes. I didn't... But I, I didn't say that. You didn't say it to their faces, you thought it, though. It's obviously there. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't shout what that, time... That phrase has been floating around in your mind for some what time. What time do your legs open? I would never say that. But you refer to it as a leg opener. Yes. That's obviously something you're used to thinking. Wow. Just saying. Ew. Just saying. Ugh. Any young guys out there... Don't. Take a cat into a coffee shop. If you would like... All right. What is it? Like them to talk to you. Is that better? Better. Okay, fine. Unbelievable. Don't know what you can and can't say these these days. Well, let me help you. That's okay. one you can't. Just remind me. Referring to something as a like opener. Okay, three times now. Once, three, one. Here's what a lady said to me when she was talking to me. All tabby cats. Sorry. Just nothing. You need to let it lie now. All, you should have seen them though. Uh, All tabby cats have an M on their foreheads. Yeah, for massive pervert. All ta tabby cats have an M on their foreheads. I was like, what? She said, yeah, yeah, they do. I said, what are you talking about? Then I, looked, then I looked at, well actually, no. Then I looked at Patty 
she has an M on her forehead. I'm now looking at a picture of George. I'm going to retweet it. I'm retweeting it now. Ah. He's got an M on his forehead. So what you've got there is McCats. Here is. McKittens. Here is the thing, right? So, so, so all, all tabby cats have got an M on their forehead. That turns out it's a fact. Now, her reasoning, I'm not sure is so real. She says it's because Muhammad likes tabby cats the best. This is Muhammad. And he would touch them on the forehead. And it would bless them. And that's why all tabby cats have got an M on their forehead. Turns out that's, that's a, that's that the is truth. a tale. Is that a fact? That's a tale. That's a fact. So that is something I learned today. That tabby cats are the favourite of Mohammed. Can I ask a question? Is that the Arabic character for an M, though? This seems like a very... Westernised. Yeah. Can I ask a question? Please. Uh, no, this is this is actually culturally sensitive. Okay, well, be careful. It, who, who is Mohammed mm-hmm. and who is Allah? The prophet is Muhammad. So, so Muhammad, so Jesus, Jesus is in the Bible as a prophet, is in the Quran as a prophet. prophet. Muhammad is the main prophet. Yes. I'm not being flippant. I genuinely don't know. And He's Allah the number is, one. It's the word for God. So Allah is, and Allah is an old dude that sits up in heaven, in paradise, I guess. I don't know about the imagery because you're not allowed to reproduce not allowed images, to draw are you? Him. No. Are you allowed to describe it, it, it actually in um the Ottoman Empire you, they they were allowed their tradition they were allowed to uh, you, you weren't allowed to reproduce anything that was made by Allah so okay. no, no natural you weren't even allowed to draw flowers or anything oh okay. but they could do abstract things okay but actually there is an Ottoman tradition where they were allowed to draw people know the ottomans do they live near you i don't know we Did fought against them a lot like the you, have you ever li- read the turks the turks okay <laughs> my knowledge of history is pretty good but this is a, a, a thin point mm-hmm. the, the ottoman empire yeah is a thin point the turks. but they were turks and they ran they, those guys those guys were uh, let's not beat around the bush they were, they were crazy. Mm-hmm. Was well, a, that's the contention that I the Western world had, but we were the crazy ones to on them. people on horsebacks with those Sabres. kind of bent swords mm-hmm. just chopping yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I imagine. Yeah. That's what I imagine. Okay. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, 0344 is the phone number. Um, there we go. We're getting pictures of tabby cats. They've all got the M on their forehead, so that is true. So if that's... That we should all convert to Islam, I guess, as a direct result. As a direct result of that. Why, what's happened to the phones? Where have the phones gone? They didn't break again, did they? <laughs> I don't think Do you so. Do you want me to try them out? No, let's not bother. Um, what, what have you got, Boily? So many things. What about this? Go on. This is one wild tale. Yeah, we this go. is from the NY Post, and they know how to tell a tale. Here we go. An New Argentine woman rescued a cuddly abandoned kitten only to learn two months later that the new pet was actually a wild puma. I'm being told that donkeys have crosses on their backs. Yes. I'm just Googling. It's true. Really? Oh, everyone knows that. I didn't know that. Donkey back. <laughs> Donkey back. Careful what you get. Um, donkeys crosses. Hey, they, flip it. they do. 
flipping heck did you know this? They've got a full-on cross on their back because mm-hmm. of Jesus. Why is it with these prophets marking animals? Let's leave the animals alone. Just little remembrances. Incredible, incredible scenes. Okay, yes. An Argentine woman rescued a cuddly abandoned kitten, only to learn two months later that the new pet was actually, Ian, a wild puma. No! Florencia Lobo said she and her brother found the furry feline, along with another young kitten, next to a dead adult at the Tucumán province. Oh, an adult cat, cat, I guess. Right. In northwestern Argentina and took them both home. We thought that it was an abandoned cat who'd given birth, she told Reuters. One of the kittens was too weak and didn't survive, but the second, a male, made it through the ordeal. Lobo nursed him back to health and named him Tito. Two months later, she took Tito, Tito to the vet Tito for a... Puente. Tito. Who's Tito Puente? He's um, a musician, a Drummer. band leader. Band leader. Tito, Tito means um, uncle. Uncle Puente. What does Puente uncle? mean? Bridge. Aunt, uncle Bridge. Welcome. But Tito, I think, also can be short for, um, uh, Tito, I don't know. Titolia? Titolia? Titolia. Titolia? Is that a word? No. If I say enough sounds in a foreign accent... You'll come across, yeah, it's like when kids say... Um... You start rhyming things Oh, by with, the way, thank you, um... I can't remember her name, who sent me the clip of... I'm so sorry, my eyes gone complete blank. Brilliant clip. We talked about kids swearing last week. A brilliant clip of a kid, try, I think, trying to say cow. Oh, yeah. But it comes out as the C word. Yeah, repeated it's and very determined. funniest. And the dad says, they are cows. And he goes, no, they, they are... And he says it. Uh, let me find that. Um, uh, let me let me find that and, and retweet that, because that, um, that is one of the best... Uh, clips I've seen. I mean, I even want to feel like uh, playing it. Of course, we can't. Um, go on. So, so it, Tito Puente's real name was Ernesto Antonio. Yep, yep. But Tito is um, like uncle. For example, my kids have got uh, Spanish godparents, and they call them auntie and uncle in Spanish. That's Tito and Tita. Oh, it's been uh, Emily Jane. Thank you. Of course, that tweet's been taken down <gasps> because it's the sea bomb. It's the one thing you can't say. On Twitter. Oh, you can hate on the Jews, you can hate on the Muslims, you, you can be racist hate and sexist. Whatever you want. You, you can make death C-bomb. threats. You Remember can, when we had that? We had death threats, yeah. And we had someone posing as someone else and we told the someone else and they complained about yeah. it and it still got left up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, Emily Jones. What are they like, eh? Uh, so yeah, uh, so she lo- nursed this thing back to health, this thing, back to health and named him Tito. Two months later, she took Tito to the vet for a checkup and got an unexpected prognosis. The vet didn't know what it was but said it was not a normal cat, Lobo said. Her name means wolf. Um, at the vet's well, recommendation, exactly. At the vet's recommendation, she took Tito to the Orcomoye Nature Reserve, oh. where staffers confirmed that the cat was a Hagarundi, a Jagarundi, a small wild cat found in South America and in southern North America. But is it cute? Yeah, cute as. Look, it's a little sweetie. Oh, baby! It's it like a monkey. Yeah, it's beautiful. A Jagarundi. So what? Did, what did you, think you can't keep it. It's been that. taken to a nature reserve. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, look. Oh, it's, well, it doesn't look like a cat. It does. Oh, it looks like a... No. It looks a bit like a tiger cub, doesn't that it? That rip your face <laughs> off, man. Yeah, Jaguar undid. Wow, that's funny. So, yeah, she, um, 
she did a nice thing and she nearly got her head ripped off. This is the problem. Watch yourselves. This is it. Don't, don't take cats. Is my advice. Um, <laughs> don't take cats. We have got a phone call. It's, but I would rather not take this phone call. Um, so what I'm going to do is we're going to go to a, just play a trail for a colleague of mine and hopefully we'll have another phone call lined up because I don't want to talk to this guy because he's a jerk. Why? He's a jerk. Why not? Shut mm. up. So 0344 499 Shut up. Shut your face. 0344-499-1000. I would, any calls we get, I will put in front of this loser because he's just getting on my nerves. He's cheating. We're playing Call of Duty at the weekend. COD. COD. COD, COD MW. Who's the goat at COD? Well. I'll tell you what I am, me. David Babcock uses aimbots. <gasps> no, I don't. He uses no, aimbots. No. Actually, used aimbots and can't. No, it's impossible. No, it's impossible to use that on PS4. I can't hack it. I'm just really good. It's impossible. Do you, how do you know it's impossible? You googled it. So you actually googled aimbots. Wow. Oh. This is what we're Should dealing with. Kathleen, I was brilliant. I won three rounds in a row. Thank you very it much. Sounds like you did it. So I don't want to talk to that guy. He's a jerk. Camping and aimbots. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Any calls we get, I will take them before that loser. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on air and off the leash on Talk Radio. David Babcock's on the line. David Babcock's on the line. Nobody can beat him the call of duty. Yes, that's where he shines. Ian Lee is a big smelly pool. Okay, thank you very much, David. Don't forget that your actual day job, and this is true, is sexing hens. Yeah. Sexing... No, it's not, no. Hens. Chicks. Right, I supervise the birthing of uh, eggs. The birthing of eggs. eggs. The birthing of eggs, right? What would you call it? What would you call it? Hatching? I don't watch them hatch, actually. That's a different department. Oh, you see them, oh, you see them get popped out. How can you tell if a chick is a boy chick or a a girl chick? I don't really care. What we do is we we flash freeze them and that kills them (gasps) in the egg and then that's how you get your mask. Running eggs on toast. Well, no, hang on, but an egg isn't... No, hang on a minute. No. An egg isn't... A, an egg is a period. You can... If you get fresh eggs from a farm, you can put them in an incubator and uh, grow a chicken. <laughs> Only if there's been a... <laughs> no, come on. This is this is for fake news. Grow <laughs> a chicken! There has to have been a cock involved at some point, doesn't there? Well, that's David's department, but... Um, yeah, right. you, the egg has to be first... A, a male... Hen has to ejaculate over the don't, egg. Don't be coy. They're called cockerels. Okay, a male cock has to get his cockerel and ejaculate over an egg inside. Yeah, over a, an egg. A female hen's bum. What? Female hen's bum. What? Uh, Do you not even know that? Little biology lesson. How do you think the egg is made without the uh, interference of the cock? Well, I don't know. It just gestates in the um, lady hen's um, uterus. They've got a cloaca, haven't they? If the egg comes out, if you put them in, in, in an incubator, four days later, chick. What we do is we flash freeze them, bang, 
Bang. Eggs on toast. Okay. Um, oh, I'll tell you what I bought the weekend. Here's my problem with Amazon, right? Here's my problem with Amazon. You know, if you order something early enough, sometimes it'll say same day delivery. Yeah. Never does it. Never does it. Same day delivery, right? So I do that sometimes with the boys. I'll go, oh, I t we'll get that and we'll have it. But it never, ever comes on the same day, comes mm. the next day. Well, what's the point? I ordered a Breville. Oh, yeah. My boys wanted a Breville sandwich, toasted sandwich. I've, I've got one of them. And I said, oh, I'll, I'll, oh look. I, I said, look, if there's one for tw every time they come around, have you got a sandwich toaster like m mum, mum has? Mum has. And I, I said, all right, I'll tell you what, if it's under 25 quid, I'm going to order it now. 24.99, same day delivery. I said, we're going to be having cheese toasties by midnight. But we didn't. It didn't come till the next day. Yeah. By that point, didn't fancy them. Didn't fancy them. Didn't want them. So now I've got a Breville. And I've got no need for a Breville. There's always need for a Breville. Um, have you got a Breville, David? Yeah. Okay, and what's... Jesus, is hard. What'd you put in your Breville? I tell you, I mean, you, you can argue if you want, but it's futile. The best filling for a cheetah toasty. Do it. Well, it's cheese, beans and onion. I, I, he's absolutely I'm, right. I'm with you until the onion. No, There's no need for that. It, I'm going to be honest. He's That's over elaborate. He's absolutely right. He's absolutely right. No, the onion gives it that little bit of crunch. No, man. Yeah, he's no. right. Thank you, David. Thank you. I never... That's his texture. Yeah, it's texture. It's texture. The thing about when you put things in your mouth, and David well knows this, it's not just the taste of the thing. It's not just, you know, the moisture or the stiffness it's or, or whatever. It's the texture. The texture. So there's just a little something extra in the mouth. It just goes down a treat, oh, doesn't no, it, David? It's just too lumpy. Right. Am, am I on, or is this a prelude? This is, this is on, you're on, this is the show. This is as good as it gets. No one phoned in, no one's listening, so we've got to listen to this rubbish. Well, well I've got an actual story of about the, the sphinx, you know, the sphinx? Sphinx or sphinx? Sphinx, you're doing sphinx. I can't really understand what you're saying. You're saying sphinx? We're not doing Egypt. I mean, if you want to talk about the sphinx, you can do. The mystery, no, no. the mystery of the sphinx. The riddle. The you riddle the of, the, of sphinx. the sphinx with David Babcock. <laughs> Let's answer that mysterious have you got some music for that? riddle. I have got some sphinx there music. There we go. Hang on a second. Stay there. Hang on. Exciting Egyptian sphinx music. Here we go. Exciting. Can't wait for this, David. Thanks um, for bringing it up. Here we go. I was always fascinated by this stuff. This is entitled Egyptian Type Beat Sphinx. Here we go. Here we go. The mystery, ladies and gentlemen, the mystery of the Sphinx. In walks someone with a rolled up carpet on their shoulder. They unfurl it and out pops. David Babcock. For centuries, the Sphinx has puzzled mankind. Was it built by the slaves? Were the Egyptians really from another planet, possibly Mars, several million years ago? That's the most likely one. All that time tunnel thing. But nobody really understands the riddle of the Sphinx. Until tonight, the Late Night Alternative Productions are proud to present to you a one-off lecture from the King of Fact. Please welcome, he's traveled all the way around the world. He's busy sexing chickens. Tonight, answering your questions about the riddle of the Sphinx. It's David Babcock. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. 
your questions to famed Egyptologian ist David Babcock. We hand over now live to a live lecture coming from Baghdad in the heart of Egypt. Where David Babcock is addressing the hordes of people that have turned up to find the answer to one of life's greatest mysteries. Just what is the riddle of the Sphinx? And what is the answer to the riddle of the Sphinx? We go live now to David Babcock. There's a bloke at work who's got false teeth. And uh, someone once saw him take the teeth out, uh, clean them in the sink, all over the cups of people. Little of a sink. Hello, you on the riddle of the sinks? Sounds like you are a sphinx. Live. Go ahead. Yeah, come on, quick. What? What, me? Yeah. Alright, are you that David, the, the guy that deals with cocks and hens and stuff? Chickens, mainly, yes. Alright, well, um, I just had to ring up and, um, cause I was, I was just sitting in it and I was thinking, oh my god, how does this guy not know what he's doing with chicken? Alright. Do go, go on. Yeah, my gran, uh, used to keep geese and hens. Um, my stepbrother currently keeps hens and chickens. And basically, the chickens produce eggs on a monthly cycle or or a weekly cycle. It might be different. I'm not a poultry expert, but you know, like women, human women, they um, they do something called ovulation. And what happens is the ovary produces an egg, passes it down the fallopian tubes into the womb, and then if there is sperm involved in you know the process then a sperm will fertilize the egg in the womb and it will grow into a baby but then if there's no sperm involved when the woman has a period that is the lining of the womb being shed along with the unfertilized egg now with chickens they produce eggs the same as human women produce eggs on a monthly basis and so an egg that we eat is an unfertilized chicken embryo and if a cock is involved and the egg becomes fertilized then it will eventually hatch into a chicken into a little chick but if there's no cock involved and there's no there's no sperm to fertilize the egg it will just basically remain as a as an unfertilized embryo so you will have a fresh egg that you can fry up and eat or if you leave it for a long time it will go off and the way you can tell if an egg's gone off you can put it in a pan of cold water and if it floats it means yeah. it's gone off yeah. because an yeah. air because yeah. an air bubble an air bubble has formed in the egg as it's deteriorating and the right. and the 
and the uh, the chemical sort of structure of the egg is deteriorating, an air bubble will form and the egg will float. So if you put an egg in a pan of water right. and it floats, there's an air bubble yeah, in it and it's an old mouldy egg. But if you put it in the yeah. water and it sinks, it's a good egg, you can cook it and eat it. But the egg will not turn into a chicken unless it is fertilised by the sperm of a cock. Yep, you're listening to the Riddle of the Sphinx. Okay, I thought you said Riddle of the Sphincter. Sorry, I got confused. <laughs> no. Very cheap gag there, but as, as, as the old saying goes, don't teach a bad cock how to look after eggs. Is Absolute that like, nonsense. Is, is that like uh, you can mix water, but you can't make a drink? Oh, you're still on, are you? What you just talked the most, uh, the most babble I've actually ever ever heard in one sitting with no pudding. Really? That's incredible. Because hey, you've been reading too much Wikipedia. I don't read Wikipedia because any old schmug can go on there and self-edit yeah. entries and stuff. That's why you know what, you, complete, uh, Wikipedia is complete bullshine because uh, anybody can, no, anybody no, can yeah. go on there and make stuff yeah. up. Riddle me this wild guy. I work at a chicken factory. You well, then, have given all of your information via proxy. Yes, but no, I've given information because members of my family have had chickens since I was mm. about two years members old. Members of my family, members of my family. I work with bloody chickens, son. Yes, so, so how do you think a chicken will lay an egg and if you incubate it, it will hatch into a chick? It has to be fertilised. You get fertilised to make the egg, you bulldink. No, it doesn't. The egg gets produced. Like, again, I'll take you back to the human part of it, okay? Women produce an egg in the ovary and it travels down the floating tube into the womb. You're getting very yeah. mistaken. The, the egg is the baby. No, it's not. It's an unfertilized baby, so it isn't a natural living embryo. Having worked with chickens, chickens once a month, unless they fertilised... Did you do biology and chemistry at school and college? I work with chickens on a daily basis. Uh, chickens once a month, unless... Excuse me. Excuse me. Unless the egg is... Unless it's fertilised, a chicken comes on the period just like a woman does. Yeah, that is exactly what I've just said to you. I've said a woman produces an egg once a month and if that egg is not fertilised by a sperm, the, the lining of the womb is shed along with the unfertilised egg, which is what a woman's period is. Now, a chicken will crap eggs out all day and all night, but if, a, if there's no sperm involved, the eggs will be unfertilised and they will remain eggs that you can eat until they go off. But if, a, if, a, if the sperm hasn't fertilised the egg, the egg will not turn into a chick. It has to be fertilised. Ah, uh, what a fool believes. If the cock sprays its semen into the chicken's egg hole, yummy yummy, eggs for my breakfast. At last, 
The secret that has been kept for centuries has been answered. You now know the riddle of the Sphinx. Neon lit night talk for torch singers, trolley dollies, and train wrecks like me. Never know just where the conversation will take you. What I'm going to say sounds ridiculous. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Shoppers have vowed to boycott a Tesco Express store in solidarity with a cat who was banned from the shop despite being a long-time regular. Now, if this cat... I don't read this story. We, we're discovering this together. If this cat was in there using racist language, uh, was carrying any form of weapons, uh, or, or was drunk, then yeah, ban it. Or, or nicking me or booze. Yeah, ban it, but we don't know. Pumpkin is the cat's name. Pumpkin had been well known for regularly strolling into the store and having a snooze on the tills. So that is inappropriate. Becoming a favourite with many of its customers. But the ginger cat has now been handed a ban from the store with some members of staff labelling him a hindrance and a pain. Angered customers have pledged to boycott the store in Drayton, Norwich, in support of Pumpkin, who also pops into the local pub from time to time. <coughs> we all know old men like that. We all know that kind of short, leathery-faced old man who um, falls asleep in public places, don't we? Because they're drunk. Mm. He is, um, there is a picture of Ginger actually uh, asleep in the bagging area. <laughs> store leader? Store leader? Wow, not managers anymore. When did that happen? Store leader Andrew Tabernut said, the cat is banned. The bottom line is it should not be in the store, as it is not Tesco policy. And we are doing everything we can to discourage it from coming in. This is absolutely not a, a shop pet. It is thought that Pumpkin is often fed outside the shop, and Andrew added he believes the Moggy enjoys the warmth of the store. The move has angered fans. <coughs> oh, I meant to play some music at the start of the show, the hour. That's why I asked for bed, because I'd heard this... We'll have a bed at the next thing, because I want to play... We want, I want to discover a, mu a new musician with, with, with all of you. Okay. Guys, I heard a documentary. I heard the end of a documentary about someone who sounded lovely... There were a few cross-references. This guy sounded lovely. He'd been on WFMU, WMF, WFMU, mm -hmm. which we've been on. We broadcast from. And the show was, the documentary was presented by Adam Buxton. Oh. It all just linked. Yes. And I only heard the end of it. And I thought, ooh, yeah, I could be up for that. And then, you will have heard this singer. You will have definitely heard this singer before. Why me? Hmm? Why me? Because he's in one of the most successful animations of the last ten years. Ooh. Your kids will, will have it on DVD. Right. And your kids have probably got the soundtrack. In fact, I know your kids have got the soundtrack. Because you, you might have even burnt the soundtrack for me. Is it Frozen? No, it was Sing. Did you do Sing? Sing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. His, his, his voice is used for like five seconds in Sing. Crikey. So, we're going to... Um, Discover a little bit of him. The move has angered fans of the local celebrity who took to Facebook to vent their frustration at the decision. One wrote, very quiet on the phones tonight. I didn't write that, but I'm saying, very quiet on the phones tonight. And it's also very quiet on Twitter. But then I can't really judge Twitter because I've muted nearly everybody. Muted nearly everybody. I just, I just, I'm just done. I'm just done. So the phones being quiet is a thing. 
Twitter, I, I don't know what that means anymore. It's, it's so, it's so weighted in my favour. The, uh, the cat, the tweet about Velvet dying had 15,000 likes. That blew my kids' minds. Whoa! I said, Velvet was a very famous cat. 15,000 likes. Very popular. Very popular. Every, uh, someone, one wrote, not sure how you can ban a cat from anywhere, particularly a cat who is clearly very streetwise, since he is a rescue who lived on the streets for years. Everybody loves him around to him with good reason. The problem with putting a story like this out in the public is Pumpkin is now a target. We're going to... You know the guy that goes around killing cats and cutting their heads off? Oh, don't say that. Sorry? Don't say that. Well, you know the guy that does that? I don't know him, no. Well, you do, actually. What? No. You, there, you know there is a guy that is going around beheading cats. Or guys. Okay, okay. Well, I think, personally, I, th I think it's There's one. Just the one. I think it's one guy. Pumpkin is now target. Pumpkin is now target. Uh, not everyone was against the ban, with one arguing, and these are all nameless scumbags. Put your name, if you're gonna be rude about a cat, say it to his face. I agree, Pumpkin is a lovely cat, but I also agree that animals shouldn't be in food shops. His owner, Joe Harding, says they live about 100 yards from a row of shops, including a beautician's, a pub, and an estate agent, but Tesco is his favourite. <laughs> He's no bother. I think he just wants a bit of attention off people, she said. He was a street cat before we had him, so he's very streetwise, street cat. It's a shame, isn't it? The cats have got, got to sell their bodies for sex. Sell their, sell their bodies for sex I just to survive. I think that's what street cat means. Well, I, oh, my naive innocent one, Catherine. All right, you believe it just means- Also, if he's a Tom. Well, he's a rent cat. He's no bother. Uh, he was a street cat before we had him, so he's very streetwise, and Tesco is where he spends most of his time. Um, okay. He's been going in there for 18 months now, and I know the staff all love him, so I'm not sure why he's being stopped after so long. He mainly lies by the door. He's like a security guard. Um, Joe says she's been amazed by the support for six-year-old Pumpkin, who has more than 300 friends on his own Facebook page from as far away as Canada and Norway. People were saying they were boycotting, boycotting Tesco. It's just gone a bit mental. Yeah, they won't actually, though. I can't believe the overwhelming support we've had. We knew he was well-loved in the community, but not to this level. God forbid, if anything happens to him, the community will be devastated. Oh, Pump God. We're taking a dark turn, hasn't it? Pumpkin lives with Joe, her husband Lee, daughter Abby, granddaughter Amila, as well as seven other cats and dogs. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> the comments. Here's one from Gordon FC. Let, and when I say, say something louder, it means it's in capitals. Let us all just see how long headquarters take to this ban after that Tesco's branch profits fall to zero. Oh. Also, if anything untoward should happen to Pumpkin, then expect some serious repercussions. They're threatening Tesco. They're threatening, there we go, Hyperion. It's not unfair on the cat to keep him indoors. Indoor cats live longer, have less disease and are healthier. Seems it's more that you don't want to clean out a litter box, groom your cat and feed it as opposed to thinking keeping your cat indoors is unfair. Ooh, Georgie. Um, it's a, it's, you've got to let cats out. You've got to let cats out. Unless they're, they're disabled. You've got to let cats out, I think. 
So Hyperion is wrong there. Uh, we're late for the news. This is Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Get an earful of unusual nocturnal emissions with radio's Lord of Misrule, Ian Lee. No relation, thank God. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. I'm um, now obsessed with looking at pictures of Shania Twain from the late 90s, early 2000s, and now. There's, what's going on there? Filler. Really? Mm. I met Shania Twain. Interviewed her. Very nice. Liked, I liked it, like her a lot. Liked her, like her music a lot. I think she's great. What was, um... Being a woman is the prerogative to have a little fun, fun, fun. Well, whoa, oh, uh, that on um, BBC London the other night. I thought that's a great, that's a great. That's song. my least favourite of her songs. Oh, my least favourite is that. Don't impress me much. Oh. My favourite is you're still the one I come to, the one that I adore you, the one I wanna kiss. At night, you're still the one. It's a beautiful song. I have that on CD single. It's her coming out of a lake or a body of water. Mm. Um, but the, you compare her 20 years ago, we all age. She hasn't aged. Her face has just sh- changed shape yeah. completely. I mean, I know the pressure's on, we've talked about this, on women in, in Hollywood and, 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 and pop. Although it's it? starting to um, show itself in men as well now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I still think it's more pressure on women to look, you know, it's, it's hard. It, it, we seem to um, disapprove of women aging more than we do of men. Yeah. Um, I say we, I mean kind of, you know, like society, society. consumers and oh, what have men, you. men are labelled distinguished yeah. in silver foxes. I would like to see old, I'd like to see Shania Twain, one of the most beautiful women in, in, in music, grow old. Grace, I'm not judging her, you do what you want to do, Shania, I'm going to tell you what to do. Is it true that her husband, Mutt Lang. Ex-husband. Her ex, her former husband, Mutt Lang got off, went off with her best friend, and then she went off with her best friend's husband. Yeah. Wow. It's like a movie. It's like a song. It's like a, it's like a country rock song. Mm. Anyway, go, it's go. very, very neat when that happens. I'm sure it was a lot more complicated than it sounds. Well, I mean, it's literally you got to decide who's moving where. Only two people have to move in that scenario. Two yeah. people, that's it. Is it the men, or is it the women? Once you've decided, stick with it. You've got 30 seconds to get, 30 minutes to get as much as you can in the back of a truck or a jeep. Yeah. And you drive over and that's it, you're done. That's it, you're done. Anyway, 0344, I don't, I'm not going to give you the phone number. I don't, you know, for me, I'll give you the number, make it easy if you get lost. So, um, I was listening to BBC Radio 4 and there was this thing, Adam Buxton, I heard the last ten, five, seven minutes of it about this guy who I've never heard of, right? Shuby Taylor. Shuby Taylor. You heard of Shuby Taylor? He's called the Human Horn. Gosh. Now, apparently he's on the Sing. He's in the Sing movie. He's, it's like five seconds of him. Shuby Taylor Sing movie. Let's see what, um, what, what it is. I can't, oh, here we go. Stout, it's a bit from this song, Stout Hearted Men. 
And I don't, I, all I heard was like a tiny bit of him. So I don't know what we're in for here, okay? But this is Shuby Taylor, stout-hearted men. He's like a scat singer. You know, scabbly ba 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 He's that, and I think that's why he's called Shuby. Because he's like shuby doo ba 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 Yeah. But, but he has, he has a very, he is unique. Yeah. Okay, so this is Shuby Taylor, and this is stout-hearted men. We I have to say the version I'm watching has the lyrics on the screen. Shuddly Dweedra. So this bit's going to go, Bim Sudli Diba Labe Didle Doatund Viba Bim Dudle Didle Bay Sudle Duda Latin. Here we go. Let's go back a little bit to the beginning of that Sounds section. a bit like when we met Jeff Goblin. I think this might be the best thing I've ever heard in my life. Someone spiked my coffee. This is incredible. Should we tailor this, gentlemen? Instrumental. This is absolutely... This is what happens if we don't get calls. Shuby Taylor break. That's what we're going to call it from now on. We're going to do a little Shuby. This is, uh... Phenomenal. It reminds me a little of when my kids make up songs. But, yeah. I but with you, more skill. Yeah, I know what you mean. Who's got the more skill? Him. Okay, Shuby. okay. Well, I, I suspect this instrumental is coming to an end soon. Uh, let's, uh... Let's, uh... Finish off our drinks and, um, return to the main event. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Shuby Taylor. Coming up just as soon <laughs> as this instrumental reaches an end, which I think is now. Big finish. I mean, what was the name of that song? That was called Stout Hearted Men. Okay. Um, uh, oh. Oh, <laughs> I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of it. Let's, um, uh, okay. Here's Shuby singing Folsom Prison Blues. You know, the Johnny Cash song. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash.
It's him singing over, over the <laughs> over the record. This is wow. It does sound a bit like when the kids have had too many skittles. Oh, but here's the here's the thing. We we um. Hang on, what is this? Shuby Taylor. Shuby Taylor on an American TV show. Shuby Live. How you doing, Shuby? Fine, fine, fine. You know, they call me the human frog, but I understand they call you the human horn. Yes, that's correct, uh, because I uh, execute as the young performer just left. That's what I do. I blow me. Okay. <laughs> well, that's great, and... Uh, just keep it to yourself. Now, uh, going out there, Scooby. Oh, they're booing him. No, I don't want to listen to them booing him. No. No, he but he puts out. It looks like he puts out these. Um, uh, uh, last one, last one, please indulge me. Uh, this, this, the, the last one. This is him um, singing. Shuby Taylor blowing, blowing himself to "Over the Rainbow." This is this is actually this is actually beautiful, isn't it? There's something I think they call it naive art, don't they? This feels naive to me. Kind of reminds me when my grand had a water infection. <laughs> I quite like that. I quite like that. I think there's something very beautiful, very pure about that. We should do. There's a there's a documentary. I mean, I, the, the, I would thoroughly thoroughly recommend you go to BBC iPlayer um, and look for the Adam Buxton thing. I think it's called Shuby Taylor the Human Horn. It was on at four o'clock this afternoon. Uh, and I caught the last ten minutes. I'm going to listen to the whole thing. It's, it's brilliant. It's brilliant, and it's done with like real love and affection. Um, and of course, uh, uh, Sing was directed by I can't remember his name, but it's Adam Buxton's friend. So this yeah, Edgar Wright. Edgar Edgar Wright. Is that right? So, yeah. Followed me briefly. Followed me for like a day on Twitter. I was like, oh, and then he didn't. Um, but there is a show in artists that are completely unique and plough their own furrow. Yeah. I would have Shuby Taylor, I would have the Shags on there. Shuby's unfortunately died about ten years ago. Um, 
the Shags. I mean, Frank Sidebottom was one of those guys. Frank Sidebottom, but even he, I would say, is maybe a bit too conventional. Maybe Frank Sidebottom, maybe. Um, certainly... Oh, who's... Jandek, we played Jandek, I won't play it again, that's unlistenable. Um, who's the guy... Elvis Presley was the king of rock and roll! He played Madison Square Garden. Is it Wildman Tate? Wildman Fisher, Fisher is the other guy. Wildman Fisher. Who's that guy? Oh, uh, about those uh, yodeling guys from the other day. The yodelers. I want to. This is this is the music show. But this forget, forget Chris Evans' breakfast show. No, no uh, adverts on the Virgin show. I want I want the show that it's entirely made up of people on the fringes. Yeah. Well, you're not music. quite sure whether you've woken up. Or oh, not. I want that. I mean, that's, we're basically describing WFMU, the radio station. Is that, what, what's, your, what's your problem with the phones? What's your problem with the phones? We gave them, like, we even talked about old things you do in school. Yeah, I know. Usually a charm. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. You shouldn't have given them the number. Well, I felt charitable. All right, this is Talk Radio. Set free your mind. Let your fancy take flight. Conversation gets curiouser by the glow of moonlight. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. What have you got, Boyley? I've got... Oh, oh, sorry. Let me just do a little bit of business. I should have done this at yeah. the start of the show, so I'll do it again tomorrow. But um, we made the donation to the Samaritans today. Th so thank you to everybody who um, transcribed stuff for the book, Here's the Thing. The, 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 I should have done... The, I'll do this again tomorrow the, the, in the first hour because we've got more people listening. So everybody that transcribed stuff for the book, thank you. Everyone that bought the book, double thumbs up. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Catherine... To hours to format because the guy uh, in India muffed it up. Pakistan, I think, was racist of me. So thank you, um, thank you, everyone who offered to help. And then we we decided to do it ourselves. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We got the totals in, right? So we've made the donation to the Samaritans. That if you contributed in any way to this book by buying it, by transcribing it, even just by you know not blocking me when I kept plugging it on Twitter. Thank you. So we made in sales profit. £2,451.61, right? All the profit goes to the Samaritans. So we donated today at about um, 8 o'clock, half 8, £2,451.61 that came out of your pockets. And with gift aid, that goes up to £3,064.51. So thank you, everybody. Uh, I'll say that again tomorrow in the first hour so that everybody knows. But thank you. We did that. You did that. We did that. We made a thing. All because... Uh, some uh, idiot complained that I called him a sex I said that he sounded, didn't even call him, I said that he sounded like a sex offender. Uh, he complained to Ofcom, the complaint was not upheld, but we got to reduce, we got to, sorry, I read the word reduce, we got to um, read the transcript of his call and it had us in stitches, so uh, we decided it would be a good idea to do a book. So two and a half grand, topped up to three grand by the government, thank you government for gift aid, um, and that's wicked, thank you very much indeed. There we go. Yeah, Business well done, done. everyone. Sorry, yes, that. continue evusive and play madame. Now, this is from the Mirror and I'm looking to find out where they've got this from and you doesn't say, but um, who cares? A first-time dad has angered both his own parents and in-laws by insisting they all follow an extensive list of requirements when visiting his newborn son. He and his wife welcomed a baby boy three days ago and held off on visits for the first day as the dad admitted he was a very anxious new parent. Okay. The man explained that neither of their families are clear on boundaries when it comes to newborns, with his parents being very old-fashioned and thinking letting a child eat dirt is better than any vaccine. 
On the other hand, he says his wife's family have a tendency to be very me, me, me. This guy sounds like a charmer. In an effort to nip any potential problems in the bud, the dad sent out an email laying down his visitation rules. What, for people to come and visit the kids? Baby, yeah. Sent this to, like, parents and yeah, new grandparents. The in, yeah, the new grandparents. It's a very, very politically sensitive time, isn't it, when you've got a, a new baby? Especially if it's the first one in got, the family. You've got to tread very carefully, because everyone wants a piece and everyone... And it's everyone's dreams. I, um... I told my mother-in-law to just step back a little bit. I thought she'd been a little bit, there was a little bit too much telling us what to do mm. and overly criticising. She loves the boys, you know, I don't want to be harsh on her, but there was a lot of criticism of what we were doing. And I had to say, just, just, yeah. just, just move back a little bit. Here's what I found. As the first sister, I've got a, my younger sister hadn't had any children at this point. I was the first one to have um, a baby. And my mum and dad were thrilled, my, both and my in-laws. And it had been, it may be that when you're the first one to be pregnant, it does get a bit you, you, you. Yeah. Everyone's fussing over you. And it got a bit much for me, actually. I just wanted to be left alone by the end. Yeah. But it's everyone else's hopes and dreams that you're carrying as well as yeah, that baby, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, of course. And I do remember the first time I took my daughter for a walk in a pram that we'd kept around my mum and dad's house because of that that bad luck thing of having Sorry? too much qu equipment in the house okay yes i see yeah. so my mum had the pram around her house and it was all made up ready to go and i remember the first day i took my eldest out for a, a walk in this pram she was tiny and um i knocked on my mum's door all proud of my coat on and everything the first time i've been up and about properly yeah. you know ready for this walk and i've been looking forward to it all the time and I knocked on the door, and my mum said, oh, brilliant. I said, are you going to come with us? Yeah, brilliant. And she got her coat on, and she came out, locked up, and she took the pram off me and walked ahead of me. I get it. I get it. I know why she did that. Yeah, yeah. I get it, though. And I was gutted. Yeah. And no one noticed. And that was kind of the start of when you realise, oh, it's not about you anymore. Yeah, yeah. When you have to sort of make way for the new baby in their life that's not you. Yeah. Anyway, so I get that it can be such a sensitive time, you know, and I'm hormonal and, you know, you've got this new baby, you're not quite sure what you're doing and you do feel people's judgment on you because, you, you know, again, you're not sure what you're doing and the whole feeding thing. I remember trying to time breastfeeding with people visiting so that the baby wouldn't throw up on them and wouldn't be crying for food and all this stuff and all this stuff that goes on behind the scenes while someone's saying, yeah, I'll pop in between about four and six and you think, can you just be a bit more specific because I need to know. One of the things that we were told at the NCT was it's all right to tell people not to come round. Yeah. People say they want to come around, you don't fancy. You can say, actually, no, not today. Yeah. And it's all right to do that. And people will understand. Of course it is. People understand. Of course but, it but, is. But you don't feel you feel But in the meantime, you want to feel welcoming. And yeah, yeah. I was really, you know, uh, mindful of the fact that my parents, my in laws were excited. Um, and also, you know, it's nice. It's nice that we all live quite close together. But yeah, by the end, it did get a little bit. Anyway, so this fella has decided to grasp the nettle and sort it out beforehand, but he does sound like a bit of an ass to start with. Anyway, we continue with the mirror. These are the rules. You can't visit if you feel ill. No children under 18 because schools are breeding grounds for viruses. Oh, okay. He's, he's been a dick about yeah, it, right? Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Visitors to wear light perfume or no perfume at all. What? Always agree a visiting time first. I agree with that. Yes. The number of times when I got that baby ready and people rocked up, an hour, two hours later, and then, of course, everything's thrown off. 
visits only between the hours of 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. Well, that's that's reasonable. But that, but you wouldn't have to. Why would you tell people? Yeah, exactly. They're going to rock up at five eight. Pop round tomorrow night. No, we're kind of saying we're sort of kind of locking the door at five. Yeah. So you want to you want to come around at three? I don't know about you, but the, those early days, the baby would always have like a sort of um, mad mad half hour about five six o'clock. Oh, five. It, it, it would the be cool. Would would just scream like yeah, for nothing. crazy. We have to just take him for a walk around the old. Uh, um, no gifts because it'll be a hassle to bring home. And keep visits between three and four people at a time. He wrote, I felt a little overbearing, but my wife read it over and said it would be fine. I bet she did. I'm, I'm actually, it's not that bad, that list. Some of them, though. It's not, I don't think it's that bad. I think he's being protective of his family. He's doing his genetic DNA duty. The no gifts because it'll be a hassle to bring home. Yep, yep, yep. Here's the thing, right? Everyone, everyone gets your teddy bears. The best, the best present... Best present when you know if someone's had a baby, uh, you, you send them uh, food. Yeah. Send them food. But the thing I forgot to eat for the first two days. Exactly, and they got no food in. The, 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 and I do. This is what I do now because someone sent me a tin of muffins, like all different flavour muffins. And what it meant was, right, we could sit and munch. Yeah. But also, if guests came round, you, you could go. Oh, we've got. Do you want? A, do you want a cup of tea? You know, put the yeah. kettle on. Over. The best thing. I always send that now. I send, I send tins of muffins. I do remember crying because someone bought me a bunch of flowers, and I thought I haven't got time to sit and put me in water. They're flowers, just going to die. Again, hormonal. Not teddies. Don't buy baby baby onesies for for newborns because they grow out of them within oh, uh, within three weeks. Yeah. Or I got a load that were too big and we just sort of kept them in storage and then by the time they're, they're no big onesies, enough, they, you forget about them. No onesies, no teddies, no flowers, please. Any food. His aunt was the first to visit with her husband and two adult children, meaning his own parents are asked to wait outside when they arrive. Speaking of aunts and uncles, sorry. Go on. You know I said I watched a film at the weekend that was no good. Wonder Park, Wonderland, Wonder Park. Wonderland. Right, it's crap. Yeah. Crap. It sets the... that? Well, well... The tra- so it's like a big animation thing, and the trailer makes it look like it's about this brilliant theme park that's run by animals. It's not. It's about a girl and her mum that design this theme park that's run by animals, but then the mum gets cancer, oh. and you think it goes off to like hospital and stuff, and uh, the girl rips down this thing, but then something happens and she ends up in the theme park, but the theme park in the her fantasy is all broken down. So you don't actually see the whole theme park. Oh. It's, it's boring. Really boring film. Is it scratchy animation? No, it's good animation. It's not, um, it's not that rat film, Flushed Away. It's not Flushed Away. It's good animation. But it's... I quite like Flushed but Away. But you ask who's in it. There's an aunt and an uncle in it. Right, it's an American movie. Yeah. It's an aunt and an uncle. Right. And um, I wonder if, what's it called, Wonderland, Wonder Park, Wonder Park, um, aunt, uncle, right? Um, uh, don't Google it. I'm not. I cannot find the scene, I cannot find the scene. So it's American movie, American cast. It's got, um, I'll tell, I'll tell you who's in it. I, I'm going to IMDB it, right? And I'll tell you who's in Wonder, uh, Park or Wonderland. I don't even know what it's, this, this film is called. This is the problem with, um, there's just too many. Wonder too many films. Park. There's too many films. There's too, I'll tell you what, there are too many of. Podcasts. <laughs> Jennifer Garner's in it. Okay. Big, some big stars. Jennifer Garner is in it. 
Keenan Thompson from Keenan and Kel. Right. Mila Kunis. Oh. John Oliver, Ken Jong, Matthew Broderick. Wow. Isn't it? Aunt and uncle come in. The aunt, I'm going to do an impression, okay? you got to guess. It's very, very famous. The aunt goes, this is the accent. Hello. What happened to your Wonderland Park? Did you take it down? The uncle. Oh, that's a shame that you took it down. It was nice to say it. Eamon and Ruth? Yes! No! Eamon and Ruth are the aunt and I mean, I'm surprised he turned up for the recording <laughs> session, but Eamon and Ruth... Oh! Thank you for getting that for my impressions. Are the aunt and uncle in Wonderland? Gosh. I'm sat there thinking... I thought that that's an English voice, and she doesn't say, they're very good, by the way. Though she doesn't sound like an ac- actor, actress. But it's good, but this is it. And then the Irish voice, and I went, bloody other Simon, is that Ruth? Eamon and Ruth! Gosh. In a, there's hope for us yet. And there is hope for us yet! And they'd have probably got like a million dollars I would do it for like half a million. I would do it for half a million dollars. Anyway, sorry, you mentioned aunts and uncles. Sorry. Yeah. Back to this baby so, man. Yeah, this baby man. His aunt was the first to visit with her husband and two children, meaning his own parents are asked to wait outside when they arrived due to the rules stating a maximum of four visitors at one time. Yeah, fair enough. Surely you'd... Surely... You'd let them in. You'd, you'd organise it so your mum, your mums would be the first ones in, right? You come see, come see. And that means no, who, would, who would, comes first, comes last. I would sort it. Come see, come sir. You come first, you come in. The come aunt, see, come sir. The aunt was polite and cut her time short, allowing his parents to meet their grandson for the first time. Well, I wouldn't want to be that person. If the aunt came first, as we say, come see, come sir, but... Um, you'd give way to the grandparents. You'd give way. You'd give way. You wouldn't leave them sitting in the car. Well, no, but... I don't believe that's what happened. No, and also, if I'm the aunt, so that means that my sister or brother is the grandparent, yeah. you'd have a conversation about who was going, wouldn't you? Depends. Families these Families, days are so diverse. It? Yeah. An hour later, with his parents still there, his wife's parents arrive with another grandson in tow. Ooh. Wait for this one. My wife tells them they can't bring him in, he says. Their grandson starts to cry. What, well, you mean your nephew? And my mother-in-law starts to scold us for forbidding children. So my father pipes up, saying we're being too coddling. Oh, here we go. That's the one rule I disagree with, the kids. Don't bring kids. That's the one rule. Everything else in there, I'm, I'm behind. But that, that rule is insensitive. Then my mother starts up and tells us we've been very rude and cold and says that as grandmother, it's her va- right to visit the baby when she pleases. That's and she shouldn't true. have to RSVP that's, to her grandson's birth. No, That's not true. No, that's no. incorrect data. No, and at this point, you think... Ah, uh, maybe they need rules. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She calls me impolite for sending out a demanding email like I did and insists that if I regulate my son as strictly as I did his visitings, he will grow up resenting my wife and I. Wow, that escalated, didn't it? <laughs> Day one. My, <laughs> my boys have started saying that escalated quickly now. I've been saying it so many times in front of them, <laughs> hoping they would pick it up, and they, they have. We told them to go, and my mother told me she raised me too well to have me be so rude to my own family. My mother-in-law said if my wife didn't crack down on me, we'd never be visiting again. My wife has changed her tune about the whole thing and thinks I was being too combative. I really don't think that I was wrong in exercising my boundaries, and I think that them not listening is proof it was needed. After asking if it had been wrong for him to send out the list, the majority took his side. So, it doesn't say, mirror, mirror online, you don't say where. Yeah. Um, one side replying, I'm imagining, this sounds like Facebook to me, 
with one side reply, one person replying, most of this is pretty common sense. Unfortunately, refusing to respect boundaries and having a sense of entitlement over the newborn doesn't bode well for your future privacy and your wife's recovery. Please stand your ground. You need to do what's best for you and your wife and your new babe. Not everyone agreed with another commenting, you're the asshole, you're being ridiculous. Ah, this might be you're the asshole. Isn't there a thing called you're the asshole? Am I the the asshole? asshole? What do you mean? I think there is a thing called am I, I think there's a website called that. I'm not looking up am I the asshole. (laughs) Sadly, it's a subreddit. It's a subreddit, right. It's just that last phrase there, I thought, ah, hang on a minute, this is what this is. So this is is Reddit. Which means it's probably not true. I don't believe anything on reddit no. how do i i want to get on reddit how do i get on reddit make some some stuff up okay say that um you saw some old ladies and your kitten was a great leg opener okay you four times out. four I times know what they think about that it's a phrase I've, I've only used once in my life it's enough it's lodged well you i didn't lodge anything i have to say that it was costa but you've opened it four times opened now you're it. rubbing i'm not opening it there's a freudian slip slip uh, and now you're rubbing your moustache. I'm not rubbing anything. You're just sat there I rubbing. Got moustache? I've got moustache now. You're rubbing your upper lip. Wow. Rubbing your upper lip. Too late, man. It's out there. Exactly. I can see it. You're rubbing it. You're rubbing your upper lip. Don't try and slut shame me. I'm a slut now. That is not what I said. Now, now, you are now you are turning this into. Uh, Seriously, in, you've got three reddits right there. Okay, so, and that would get me on Reddit, would it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Any one of those. All right, take your hands off your chest, please. Um, what? Arousing. This is Talk Radio. <laughs> Moonlit musings for mums, madams, and meat packers. Oh, never mind, I must have misheard. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. This station's brilliant. On Talk Radio. Pete says, I believe Wonder Park is one of those films where every region gets a few local voices like Jonathan Ross and Kate Thornton in our version of Shrek 2. And um, in uh, Hotel Transylvania 3, um, it's What's Her Face from This Morning, is in it. Which which face? Holly? Face? Huh? Holly Willoughby? Nope. Um, you know, the lady that goes, I know her. You've met her. Alison. Yeah, Alison. Hammond. Alison Hammond, yeah. She's um, in Hotel Transylvania I know Shane Ritchie was in Flushed Away. But he was in Flushed Away, wasn't was he? Was he in all Flushed Aways? Well, I think he was, I think Flushed Away is British. Hmm. Yeah. Hugh Jackman was in Flushed Away. He's not British, he's in Australian. We've got Google Flushed. No, Flushed Away, I'm pretty sure, is British. Um. So it's I'd all Shane, it's, it's all the, the same time. same people as Wallace and Gromit, isn't it? Ardman. Is it? Ardman. Oh, it's just so unfunny. There's a Flushed Away video game. Flushed Away is 2006. Um, my kids really like that film. Yeah, my kids do. And I, I wish. Yeah, Shane Ritchie's in it. It's all British people. Mm-hmm. British. Apart from Jackman. Jackman, who's um, Canadian. Australian. Um. <sighs> We've not had a phone call for like an hour. It's and a weird. Half. I think they might, they might be down. The phone's I think that's too down. weird. The phone's not down because no one's tweeting. No, because now Sam's going to dial it and we're going to die inside. But no one's tweeting they can't get through unless yeah, it's someone unusual. I've muted. Exactly. Which is a lot of you. I can see some of you. Here's the thing. I can see some of you going, I think he's muted me. And I can't see some of you saying, I think he's muted me because I've muted you. There's a cat amongst the pigeons now, huh? The other thing is that you don't really respond very much on Twitter anymore, do I don't. You? I, I certain, no, I don't. I don't really interact I have 
I will, I say this on the radio, because I'm, I'm, I'm looking for a new sponsor for NA, right? Because I, I, um, I, I, I'm looking for a new sponsor for whatever reason. I'm looking for a new sponsor. Um, I've just not been able to fit in the time with my last one. And I live out near Aylesbury, and I, I, I can't really make a lot of the Aylesbury meetings because they're in the evening. There's none in the daytime, and uh, I can make the odd weekend one, but I've either got the kids or I'm working, you know. Um, but uh, so I want to get a new sponsor, right? And I'm not. I, I'm, I'm going to meetings, but I'm not going to as many meetings as, as as I could. So I put on Twitter. It's not really how these things are done, and the response. I've had some nice people responding, but it's not really. No, I know. Really I've seen one of the responses was go to more meetings. Well, that's not what you're asking yeah, yeah. for. Yeah, oh, By the way, Kath, you know, Kath sees my my Twitter feed as well, right? She's got access to the Twitter feed, but is you know, but um, so I go on Twitter say I'm looking for a new sponsor, and uh, this is you know this is I'm eight, I'm 20 months now. And, uh, we want to, you know, I've been through the steps before and I want to go through the steps again and, uh, all of that. So I've opened, why am I saying this? There was a reason I was saying this. What were we talking about before this? Meeting people. Twitter, you're into, you're, you don't really oh, respond much on Twitter anymore. So I've opened my DMs for a very brief period. This is a very brief period because I don't DM people. I don't communicate privately with, with, with people now because of, you know, stuff, the behavior in the past that is inappropriate and I don't do anymore. But so I've, en- I've, I've opened my DMs. For the first time, and, and I, it, it feels very yeah. uncomfortable. I've never. No, that. I, I'll, I'll close it tomorrow because I don't think I'm. I've had some really nice people get in touch. Thank you. Some people in the fellowship. Thank you. And I've said maybe get into email instead. Uh, yeah, my I might do. Uh, let me leave it till tomorrow, just so I might respond to it. Um, and I've said please only please only message me about this. I'm going to ignore everything. Please only message me about this. And of course, loads of people have messaged about, just want to say, I know you're not, I know, I just want to, like, this yeah. is a really specific thing. Yeah, I know. Um, and it's all, it's people trying to be nice and I appreciate it. Thank you. But I, I just, I was a really specific, I want a sponsor, man. Mm. Um, and having a sponsor is integral to, you know, recovery and working the steps and stuff, but it's a real thing going up. Someone after a meeting, hey, um, just wondered if you'd, uh, be my, sp-. it's, it's weird. it is like asking a, a girl out. It's the same, you're opening yourself up to rejection, not ridicule so much, but rejection. But also that it might not work out because yeah. timing wise, personality yeah. wise, you know, they may not be as into it, you or, know. Or they may be into it more. Yeah. And, um, and I'm not very good at, uh, uh, talking about 12 step meetings, AA and NA. I'm not very good at the socializing afterwards. I kind, and that's my, that's a fault of my own. And I feel slightly weird because I'm, f- I'm famous in inverted commas. Although I've seen, you know, I've, I've sat next to one of the biggest rock stars in the world, and I'm boasting, but I've seen some of the most famous people in the world in there and they don't seem to have a problem. Mm. So this is, it all comes from within me. But, um, I'm not, I can't do that. I, I, I haven't been able to for years go out after a meeting and have a coffee with people or a bite to eat. I did when I was in London when I first got clean and I made a few really good friends. But I just don't feel, yeah. I can't do it. Not saying I'm better than, but not by a long way. If anything, au contraire. But, um, just, yeah, yeah, you know, because I, I work silly hours, I work in the evenings and the weekends are normally full with kids or other work. Yeah. You know, so it's, uh, 
tough, but I want to crack on with it. I feel really miserable at the moment, like really proper, proper low, proper like depressed low, you know, medically low. And then having Velvet die, it was just like, you know, wow, you know, having someone, something like that happen when you're feeling lousy anyway. Um, I just feel shit. I feel really shit at the moment. And, um, you know, I'm worried about money as everybody is. Contract renewals are coming up and there's part of me, if I get my contract renewed, I'm going to feel really down that I got my contract renewed. Because part of me wants to not have to work. Yeah. But if I don't get my contract renewed, I'm going to feel really down that I did. I can't. Because you need to work. I, I need to work. I need to work. But I'd like, I really like six months off, but it, I need it, to it's work. It's because you're exhausted right down to your soul. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a tough year. I got this, you know, these, these builders are in and, and it's just that, so the house is a mess. So I can't mm. even go back. I haven't got any heating. Uh, I've got, actually I've got heating tonight. But I've got people in my house. There's noise. It's, it's, it's got off to a very bad start with two floods. One of them was urine God. that broke my oven. And these are good builders. These aren't dodge pots, you know, and they, they are mortified that these things have happened. You know, they, they, they are mortified. But, um, uh, but, uh, so there's, so there's that and I'm dreading Christmas, you know, and it's got to point, I've got the boys this, this weekend just gone. I've got them next weekend and I, I reached out to my wife and said, can we put it off a week? Which is a terrible thing to say when I don't see them that much. And, and, and we've decided not to. So I've got them coming this weekend, which I'm really looking forward to. Really looking forward to. I've booked another escape room. Another escape room and another Nerf, 30 minute Nerf war. And you're going to put them in the escape room and leave them, right? Yeah. Ner Nerf war was brilliant. So you get this small room and it's done up like a maze, but it's tiny. You just get these Nerf guns. And you can have two if you want. And there are bullets everywhere. Like the old Quasar. Like the old Quasar. It's quite a small room. And th th when they hit you in the butt, it stings. So they were aiming for my butt the whole time. And the escape room was great. We escaped in 43 minutes. We had to ask for a couple of clues, four clues we had to get help with. I'm imagining it's like being in a challenge in the crystal maze. That's great. Is it like that? You've got to take the girls to one. I don't like being locked in. Uh, in this one, you're locked in, but then they push the key underneath. So you have the key. We had a walkie-talkie so we could ask for clues. And we had the key. She said, I'm going to lock you in. If we'd have asked her to, she wouldn't have locked us in. We said, I'm going to lock you in, then I'm going to push the key under so you've got the key. I'd lose it immediately. Well, exactly. <laughs> I mean, and, and you're searching for the key to get out. So there's a little bit of fantasy. Right. In the, the, the end puzzle, you find the key. Uh -huh. But you have another key that we put on a mantelpiece so we had it. Um, and this one was a little bit scary because it was a haunted house. And my youngest got, it was a little bit of smoke. And you could hear a little bit of like spooky sound. And then without giving too much away, another room opens and there's a skeleton in there. Ah! <laughs> and my youngest would not go in there. Would not. And then at the end he went in there and, and, um, punched the skeleton. You know, it was great. And me and the boys love, we booked another one this weekend where we've got to stop a nuclear countdown. But it was so good. The one I used was in Aylesbury. It's called Via. Right, and I'm not, uh, I didn't, I paid for it, didn't get a freebie or anything. There's loads all over the place, but it was brilliant, and it's kind of kids running it, and it was great, man. We had the best time, so we're going. It's a bit pricey, but we're going back again. Um, but 
what I was saying, oh yes, I feel terrible at the moment, really, really terrible, and there's a lot of crying going on, a lot of sleeping, I'm, I'm sleeping a lot in the afternoon, which is not great, because that is an indicator that I'm not functioning. I don't know why I'm saying this, there's a reason I was saying this, I can't think what it was, and that's another thing, is my mind is all over the shop, it's, I can't follow a train of thought. It, it started because we were talking about not interacting on Twitter as much. Can't follow a train of thought. So I'm going to go back and see my psychiatrist and talk about meds, stuff, um, and... Uh, my, um, the therapist today gave me, you know, it's a really tough session. There's a lot of crying. And I burst into tears because he said, uh, can I share this? You don't have to. No, I'm just wondering if it puts him in an awkward position. He said, um, you're one of the people I see who I'm most fond of. And then I burst into tears. I'm going, why did you say that? Why did you say that? Horror, I'm in a really weird space, man. So I, whatever I was, whatever the point of this was is, you know, it's all groovy, man. Right, we've got uh, fake Sheila and we've got Julie coming up on a very, very disjointed uh, last 15 minutes of the show. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Closing time conversation for tax inspectors, taxi drivers, and taxidermists. Great big talk for the wee small hours. You've been trolling me big time, mate. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Honestly, you should take the girls to an escape room because it brings you really close. brings you really, really close. You've got to work together. And there are some some things that I could see that the boys couldn't, and I would kind of let them find it. There were some real wonderful moments where I worked out some stuff and I was able to go, oh, oh, I've got it. And, we, and, and, and it was great. And it's all helping each other and they're all... There are different padlocks, and some have got four digits, some have got five, some have got six, some have got letters, but they were trying, they'd have like a four-digit answer, and they'd try it on the six-digit padlock, and I'd go, I'm not sure if that's going to work, but you try it, and so they're all... They're all doing stuff. Here's what I fear. My um, eight-year-old is going through this thing that I seem to remember with my older girl, where they get really hormonal and, like, ratty. I think it's also tiredness. Yeah, yeah. So I fear that that would become a fight in a box. I think the excitement, the adrenaline and the the sense of urgency would, I think it Kick would. In. And also you can kind of, you're, you're a good mum, so you can kind of do what I do. You can send them off on two little missions at the same time, even though one mission may not be quite as important as the right, other mission. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, well, why don't you go and check that while we just do this yeah. and see if you can find anything there. So there's a little bit of yeah. delegation going on. Because I can already hear, she's bossing me about. Yeah, Stop yeah. T- all that nonsense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a bit of that. You've got to share the padlock duties with everyone. All right, well, you, well, you did the last one. You're doing this one. I'll consider it. Okay. It's, it's such good fun. Do one with me. Come and do one with me, right? That will be a fight in a box. Come and do one. <laughs> it'll be a fight in a box. Come and do one with me and audition it for the girls. Oh, okay. Come and do an escape room. It's wicked, man. It's so much fun. So much fun. It's my favourite thing now. Boys, right. The boys love it. Let's go to Julie. Good evening, Julie. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Kath. Hello. I love an escape room. Have you? How um, many have you done? I've done three. Oh, well, we're coming. I'm doing my third. Did you get out? She's phoning us up for a clue. <laughs> uh, what, what, what were the themes of yours? Um, one was like a, a ye oldie piratey. One was um, a, a, a chemist lab. 
Yeah. And that, that had cocktails involved in it, so that was good. And the third one was... What was the third one? Like a... Uh, like a 1950s-y one? Love like it. the retro one. Yeah, love um, it. But, but I see something. You know how they say, um, to test a relationship, you go on holiday with somebody? Yeah. If you want to test what you're really like, you do an escape room. Because it turns out that I really don't play very well with other people. Right, okay. You um, want to control the whole thing. Yeah, I would, I would say I'm a real team player. No, no. Uh, but no, it turns out that I'm really controlling and got the hump because people were just punching numbers in randomly. <laughs> and, I, and I wanted order. Don't do it like that. No, so, How many you know. people were in the room with you? Oh, there were, there was ten of us. Too oh, many. No. Too many. And they say, they say this room's good for four, this room's good for eight. No, 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 no. You, you, Sounds like you'd rather do it on your own, Julie. <laughs> I would, actually. I absolutely would. I'd be well happy with that. But aren't they... <laughs> Aren't they fun when you've not got idiots messing around and ruining it? And you just, because sometimes oh, really you just need fun. like a moment of silence to go, right, let me just think about this. But aren't they the best fun? They are. They remind me of, I was, do you remember the adventure game? Yes. yes. yes that is perfect. Yes. Exactly. Doogie Rev. Um, they remind me of that. It kind of does make you feel a bit like if you do any, when was the last time you did any colouring in? Ian. Oh, no. Well, I mean... I'm but when, when you do that, you're kind of transported back yeah. to when you okay. were a kid. Okay. Yeah. And that simple pleasure. And it's the same with the... Uh, it's just like playing. I used it? to hate colouring in. Even as a kid, I was thinking, ah, this is... They could have printed this with colour. This I'm being fobbed yeah. off. Drawing, yeah, fine. Colouring in, I'm being fobbed off here. I, I, I'm being fobbed off. But, um... It's fun. I think some of these escape rooms are better than others. This place, that the, the, the one in Windsor I went to, yeah, well, it was a bit complicated actually. Yeah. This one was a nice level. It was, it was, um, it was for adults, but it was, it was a, it was a good level. The kids managed to work out quite a bit of it, and it was just spooky enough, just spooky enough that I got enough. Uh, here comes the paper man. I got plenty of cuddles from my youngest, who was like, I don't want to go. Yeah, there's a bit we had to crawl through a tunnel. A tunnel suddenly opened. I don't want to go through there. But That's, that bit of trepidation, yes, yeah, that right. kind of that really, it, it's exciting because you don't know what's coming, yeah. and it's a bit like uh, I don't know. Somebody, somebody of uh, when my kids used to go to primary school, they like banned telling like, scary stories. And it's like, nah. no, that's half the fun. That's what it is. is. That mild life. peril in inverted commas. Yeah, yeah. like a bit but, of mild um, peril. But it's interesting how you react differently in different situations. Like I realised that I was very competitive. I'm doing. Um, I'm training to be a counsellor oh, at the yeah. moment. Oh God, you're going to be competitive um, in that. No, no. shut up. <laughs> I will tell you what's wrong with you. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty much. And um, so it's, it's interesting what you're saying about the, how you've been feeling and the change in kind of moods yeah. and things and just all of a sudden bursting into tears. So, yeah. Um, yeah, well. you know, it's a lot of um, self-discovery, self-reflection, man. There you go, man. That's, that's uh, life. Are you doing, you got any more escape rooms in the diary? I um, might probably do one round about Christmas time, but it's always getting it in the diary, isn't it? Um, yeah, I wanna, I'm gonna, I've got one with the boys this week, it's quite pricey, that's the thing. So I've got one with the boys this weekend, and then if, if this place is open over Christmas, uh, when yeah. my niece and nephew are coming, I'm gonna book one for us, so that we can do it. And then, then, then we go to the Nerf room and shoot each other like idiots. Oh my god, the Nerf, do you know what, I bought, um, my son, my son's at university in Nottingham, they've got loads of escape rooms up there. And Good university. Nottingham Trent. Oh, well, never mind. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, um, so there's loads of escape rooms up there to keep students amused, yeah. so that's going to be cheaper. But, um, Nerf guns, I remember buying those. And they're the, it's the worst thing 
to pick up on these little tiny pellet things. So going somewhere where you can just shoot them oh, and yeah. leave them, there's perfect. That, there's all over the floor, there's, bu there's buckets full of bullets and you just load up and you go, whoa, 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 truce, truce, load it up, load it up. Of course you're perfect. loaded and you sneak up on the kids and you shoot them. Julie, thank you very much. I want to squeeze in as many of these calls as we can because of course they've all called you at the last minute. Yes, Anthony. Hello, yeah, are you? Hello, Anthony. We haven't got much time, mate, so what's the, what would you like to say? I need for that. I have a personal question that we are like, did, um, did you do residential rehab? Uh, no, I did it in the rooms. I went to NA. I was, I toyed with the idea of residential rehab, but the, 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 the money, yeah, the money put me off, man. And I wasn't, I didn't have insurance or anything. Uh, I, uh, tell you what, right, I'm going to bring you back another day when we've got more time. Go on, go on. What, why are you asking about that? Uh, I was talking this, uh, the other night, um, and I got on talking about how I might, because oh. uh, I was still on methadone. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, I remember, I remember. Give us I, a call, give us a call, give us a call tomorrow. Right, to give us yeah. a call tomorrow between 10 and I will, and I, one. I'll give you a call when we've got more time. Anthony, thank you very much. Let's go to Tony. Hello, Tony. Oh, hi guys, haven't spoke to you for a while. I'd like to raise a complaint ticket, please. Uh, well, <laughs> the complaints don't actually go through us. You have to either report us to the official broadcasting body, Ofcom, or my boss, Denny Morris. What's the complaint? I've had so much I was supposed to do tonight, like opening posts and stuff, and I've literally spent, what, an hour and a half, two hours looking at photos of tabby cats on the internet, see if they've got an M on their head. <laughs> and and what did your research time. find? Yeah, they have. I even went outside to look for one. <laughs> Couldn't find any. But <laughs> uh, it's not wasted an hour and a half to It's not a night. waste, of, Tony. It's not what we have to move on. It's not a waste of time. Time you have learnt something. We have all learnt something because Mohammed preferred tabby cats over other cats. He blessed all tabbies with the M on their forehead. Here's fake Sheila. Good evening, fake Sheila. Hello. Hello. Firstly, I just want to apologise. I. I I think I was rude last time I spoke to you, and uh, I, I don't annoyed you all. So please so, forgive me. Okay. Um, sure. Secondly, okay. I'm going to a kind of cross escape room oh. dining experience. Oh, it's kind dining. of a birthday thing. Which yeah. I've been doing this month with my friends, and the last little thing is next week oh. on Friday actually. Yeah. And it's an immersive dining experience, which I think is a cross between. A five-course meal and an escape room. What, escape? So, Are you sure it's not like a little bit of theatre or something? What, what yeah, no, yeah, I think there's going to be actors, and we've been told, and my friends won't like this, doesn't bother me, but my friends won't like it. No skirts, no heels. Um, I think we're going to be crawling through things... How into do you room know, after room. It's kind of a crystal maze with, with food. How do you know that you're crawling? Hey, hey, Darren, nice to see you. Hello, everybody. She, fake Sheila's going to be crawling on her hands and knees for her dinner. <laughs> Excellent. How, how do you know you're going to be crawling? They, they say to you, they say, we can't tell you anything more because it's a surprise. Oh, God, no. But you um, we would advise you not to wear heels or a skirt. Okay. Well, and I, I wouldn't go. I know it's a five-course meal because I've paid for it. <laughs> and I know there's going to be... I just think it, the whole point is it's a surprise after surprise. Okay. Is this, so, the, is this the blind thing? Is this the blind blind meal? No, 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 no. Oh, no. Right, I'm straight but, Sorry, I'm going to say I'll this. I'll say you Friday and tell you... Tell you how right. it's gone. All right, Sheila. Nice one. Thank you. Stay there okay, for a second. because bye, cause, No, bye. stay there. Stay there. Oh, I'm still here. Yes. Um, you mean dining in the dark? That's what it is. No, 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 no,
Jeez, you mean dining in the dark? Is that what it is? I think so. Is that what it uh, is? He said it, he's translated it. Shut up, <laughs> can you be quiet please? <laughs> talking, not talking to you. You mean dining in the dark? Is that what it is? I think so, yes. No, I, nothing I'm not all. talking no. to you! I'm not talking about what you're talking about, I'm talking about what Daryl's talking about! We I'm know- sorry. Hello Daryl! Hello there. Flipping it. He hasn't got time to plug his show now because of how you. How's your yoga thing? Was that me? Yeah. Oh, what did I yeah. do? Oh, you went in the hot tub in the lakes, I did. I basically just spent a week in a hot tub in the lakes. Yeah, I did. Okay. We, 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 is that it? Are we running out of time? Is that all I can do? Is that it? Yes. It's my audience. On Talk Radio.